Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes, I, uh. Cool. Hello. Special requested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the bell bottoms. This probably inspired the bell bottoms. <laughs> I feel like this vibe. Yo. Got him on an earthy vibe today still. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. We in this Your bitch bag. It's hard to carry after dark. Mm-hmm. Try to play for what we could have been. Mm. Look at what we are. Underrated album as well. People always talk shit about the album. Mm-hmm. Then years later go, you know what? Actually, he was right. <laughs> he was right. He's always right. It had a couple <laughs> burgers on there. <laughs> you know what the greatest rumor I heard uh, this week? <laughs> <laughs> a whole type got in my mentions and was like, hey, there is no AI Drake. It was always AI Drake. <laughs> Yo. Yo, people will do anything to discredit greatness. <laughs> Yo. Oh. We back, man. Another week, another classic. And this one is is listen, they've been waiting for this. For sure. They've been waiting for this. They've been in the comments. <laughs> Don't do things lazy. It's the extra gravy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that was mud stuff. We find out it's you're Alfred. a DJ. That's <laughs> Alfred. <laughs> I'm Marlon. I'm Alicia. I'm Marlon. Marlon. That's what it sounded that like. Sound like? <laughs> yeah, I'm Marlon. <laughs> I'm Marlon. I'm, I'm a verb. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Marlon. Actually. <laughs> and we got a guest in the building today. This guy. Legend. Legend. I love Definitely. when the legends act like they don't know. It's the yeah, humble yeah. vibe they got. You act like that too, bro. I, hey, whoa, 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 brother, brother. I don't have bell bottoms, okay? <laughs> Not yet. Not in that tax bracket. Not yet. <laughs> but we got a guy that I've been looking up to for a long time. I think um, everybody I feel is. like, yeah, I feel like Absolutely. if you're a Toronto creator, if you're in the Toronto space, mm-hmm. if you've ever felt a passion for the city and wanted it to improve in any way, if you saw black kids and thought they could be something, mm. this guy helped pave that way. Mm. My for guy, sure. Tyrone Edwards, this guy has been moving in this city well before I was moving in the city. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, man, Tyrone Edwards, Edwards is in the building. T-Rex. Welcome. We're so happy to have Yo. you. Yo. Wow, wow, wow. I love it. <laughs> Listen, um, when the man said Tyrone Edwards... Felt weird, you know. Why? Because I, I don't call him that. No. Yeah. T Rex. Call him T Rex. <laughs> depending on how somebody greets me, yeah. I know at what community point, at what yeah. community yeah. you met them. Right. Yeah. And also what version of myself they might be mm-hmm. familiar with. Mm-hmm. Right Does that right. scare you sometimes? Uh, you know, I'm a good youth still. So <laughs> I, it doesn't scare me, but I think that like because I, I put so much value on always mm-hmm. offering mm-hmm. a newer updated version of myself mm-hmm. um I just, sometimes i realize oh maybe i need to 
share a one word <laughs> because I'm at a point now where I you know I can't even really hand out a deaf one so yeah. I, I, for legal reasons let, let, let's just talk about it yeah, exactly <laughs> but like you it, there's a thing about that where like growing up you look back and no matter what you did mm-hmm. you could be a criminal or you could be just a person that mm-hmm, grew mm-hmm. and you were just a better person you always look back at that person and be like that person sucked Yo. in some regard like some you regard, love that person sure. obviously yeah. but you're so much happier with where you're at now um usually you, usually for usually for some people for some people <laughs> i mean for some people I feel like it depends on what you're valuing. Mm-hmm. Like if you're focusing on career and it's not going the way you think it should, maybe you might feel like you're still in that place. Yeah. But if like you're just there talking about human improvement, mm-hmm. I feel like it's very hard to look back and be like, oh, I'm the same person at 25. Yeah. The reason why you say that though is you see where you, you placed, you said value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you have a value system, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. If you don't, mm-hmm. or if that value system has depleted over time because yeah. I've seen people get better or worse mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and uh, and and I think almost all the time getting worse over time is staying the same yeah it's not yeah. even like you're getting worse but you didn't improve exactly. so after, over a while inflation your, <laughs> your <laughs> yeah, quality yeah, yeah. ain't worth you're what it was real stagnant. and comparison is yeah. is the thing that does that a lot too is like Fact. you see <laughs> comparison keeps them there and comparison lets you see why they're there it's super weird how Comparison's that works. such a tricky thing. It's oh, so tricky. It is. Yeah, it's it's dangerous. It's hard to like not do it. Like they tell you, don't keep your eyes on but your own race. It's but so you're... tricky because I live by the whole comparison is a thief of joy. Yeah. But at the same time, you also have to compare yourself to know where you're at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like just compare yourself to yourself maybe, but also you need to have people to look up to. It's tricky, yeah. right? Yeah. And then in social media now, everybody's just like, fuck, you see it all the time. Mm. You see everybody's successes and you're like, damn it, am I doing anything? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a real thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've, I feel somebody brought this up to me the other day. They were like, oh, so what, what's your relationship with the Internet? I said, well, shoot, when I got on the Internet, we was trying to figure it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about how simple Black Planet was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't simple. Let's not do that. Okay, for well, sure. Were, I had to be had, Elon Musk. That was the coding. Right. Okay, but this is what I'm saying. But you weren't being bombarded mm-hmm. with a whole bunch of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we entered at a mm-hmm. time where, or like, or anybody in my age group, uh, entered in a time where it was just less going on. Mm-hmm. Imagine entering the internet now. Yeah, it's, I had time to figure it out. I yeah. had time to make mistakes and go. Oh, let me delete that. And mm. you know what I mean. Like I had time to figure out who I wanted to be, but I also had time to figure out the internet for me is just a tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, mm. I'd be like, oh, right. you share so much. I'm like, I know what I'm sharing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah like, it's on purpose. It's like, still a, it's, it's at the it's end calculated. of the day, it's still a tool. Like you know, mm-hmm. um, and I figured that out, you know, during High Five and and early Facebook days, and I didn't have to. Um, I didn't have to figure that out now mm-hmm. with algorithms. And I didn't have to figure that out now with TikTok and mm. Instagram mm-hmm. and this and that mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And then getting a whole bunch of notifications. And oh people God. then figured it out how to make money out of it. So once you make money out of it, you know that's going to turn sour. So <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm actually grateful for when I entered the internet world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm also mindful as a father where we are right now and like mm. the kind of guidance. Yeah. yeah. It informs the your position now 
where we're at the cusp of AI, especially for me, because you see how we were used in the black planet and yeah. stuff like that. They looked at our pages and said, oh, this is how people like organizing things. Let's do Facebook that way. Header, mm. Facebook, header, mm-hmm. welcome, mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. We did that. Mm-hmm. We showed them that that's how it should be because you could customize everything, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I never so thought about that. We are the ones giving them the data, mm-hmm. right? And they're pulling from us. And it's the same thing happening with AI right now. It's like you're seeing these beginning moments where it's like, yeah, right now it can tell you a one, two, but like, What's gonna happen in ten years? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel like we're we're in end days. <laughs> yeah, I've <laughs> seen I seen a comment. Somebody said, "Stop with the end days." We've been in end days since somebody's <laughs> grandmother stood yeah. up in church and said, "These are the end days." <laughs> those those were more theory based though. <laughs> <laughs> those were more. You see the signs? Yeah. There's natural disasters and yeah. talks of war. And yeah. Yeah. All that was fine and dandy. Now we have something that can actually outsmart us that's mm. never been a thing bro like you think when we used to watch movies and you'd see like you terminator see, yeah i yeah. mean that was, i robot you might, even go back you might see that at the 80s. Center now. like yeah. you know what, you know what this reminds me of the that. 80s you ever seen <laughs> war games mm. it's a it's a movie where this kid he goes he tries to play a game on his computer and he accidentally downloads a war game yeah yeah that yeah. accidentally taps into real government nukes and they have to figure out how to beat the game before the nukes actually set off on Earth. Wow. Yeah. And Jesus it turns Christ. out it's all simulation and whatever. And the computer was like playing around with them. But still, it took over. Yeah. <laughs> and that's in the 80s. I just, <laughs> yeah, I just watched a movie on Netflix called Mother Android. And it was about androids. They were like AI android people who were servants and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, they just went haywire started killing everybody and it was kind of a mix with bird box you know how like Mm. they had to run they had to run and like find different encampments and they were trying to flee to korea but you had to fight off these like ai but you don't know if they're because they look like a person oh Oh, gosh you know what i mean and they're smart enough to trick you the godfather of ai just quit i saw that and said he regrets what he's created and oh. he fears it. We've and, seen his play out. But he's he's like, I console myself with saying that like if I didn't do it, somebody else would have. Mm. But he's like, yeah, it's he's basically like it's over. <laughs> Thanks. Are we surprised? <laughs> he worked with Google's AI. So it's uh, but like, look how much that's shifted just since last year till now. Mm-hmm. Like if you mentioned what what past couple months. We're in May, right? Past we're, couple we're months. Yeah. yeah. If you had said in January AI. I would have been like, eh, I'm hearing a one tree. But Chat GPT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like coronavirus. <laughs> nah, really uh, oh, it's never going to beat Google. Yeah. Now we're getting variants, bro. Now we're getting hit records. Yeah. No, it's, it's, getting, it's getting real it's bad. It's wild. <laughs> yo, it is insane. You know what man showed me? <laughs> He's like, yo, Rex, what are you, what are you into right now? Da-da-da-da. I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing the TV stuff, da da da. But mm-hmm. really interested in, in TV and film, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, Reading some scripts, working on some scripts, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, for real? Da, da, da. He's like, pull out his phone. We're in an establishment. We're in a bar. Music is playing. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm, matter of fact, I'm waiting for my drink to forward, <laughs> right? So I'm, I'm, we're there, we're there. Boom. The man pulls out his phone. He's like, hey, yo, imagine, imagine like we did a script and it was about like bottle service girls and da, 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 da. And there was like promoters that da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And he, he just fed the. Five and seconds. A one tree. And then, and then there's a script. Goes, Yo, read, read it. 
I'm like, yo, I don't even want my drink. Yeah. I want my couch. Yeah. I want a blanket. I yeah. want a pillow. I yeah. feel unsafe, bro. What and it's demoralizing about? in a way, too. Because it's like these it's some of these things that the AI is doing, people have toiled for Decades. What do you think? I'm sitting here saying I have a bunch of unfinished like scripts. The match just had to be a script. No, just did it for you. Like, it makes me think of that South Park episode. They took our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, it's literally that's that. what I really think about. I'm like, okay, we really, uh, we really all about to turn into white people. About they're taking our jobs. <laughs> for real, bro. Really are. Yo, flipping. What do you call it? The Simpsons always. You know the Simpsons predicts everything. Predicts everything. everything. Yeah. What does the Simpsons say about AI? I have Ooh. no idea. You gotta do some research, yeah. I, feel like, like, I feel like with AI, though, anybody, there's a lot of predictions out yeah, there. Yeah, like, it's true. one of those ones but where I want to know what the Simpsons said <laughs> yeah, specifically. Yeah, yeah. The Simpsons <laughs> are always right. So but good. they're tricky, too. They they heard about that, like, thing around them. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so now they, they feed into it. So, like, something will happen, and they'll replay that same scene and then they'll put it online and be like Simpsons did this in 2006 <laughs> it's like an episode this year <laughs> like they did that with the Trump there's this Trump video thing? of Trump going down an escalator, escalator and yeah. this kid drops uh, uh, like a sign That's for it, Trump like president yeah and he goes down the elevator waves puts his hands down right Someone showed a video of Trump going down the escalator hand wave little girl drops the sign same spot same place and I'm like Fuck no, man. <laughs> and I found out it was the same year they put it out. I was like, yo, don't do that. Oh, 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 oh. So they, oh. It was after the fact. Yeah. I was like, yo, don't do that. I'm like, okay, going down the escalator, cool. Yeah. Trump, president, uh, cool. Yeah. A sign dropping? I'm like, no, no, no. It's too, good. It's too much. It's too much. But um, speaking of the internet and the beginnings of the internet, you yeah. are one of the... First people in this city to benefit from the internet. Definitely. Like people like yeah. to point to me and YouTube. Yeah. I I go to the blog era. Yeah. You lost mm -hmm. in the wilderness with Will. Oh yeah. Le Legends League, his blog. Mm -hmm. like, Definitely. That blog era really shaped and gave the, the city some community and some sense of like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. especially for the downtown kids. Mm -hmm. Coco. At the time it was Coco. Coco. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the, the downtown the, the, kids, the, that was our thing. The Brazen Hussy era. Yes. Yeah, that's that? Brazen Hussy. Mod. Barbies and, <laughs> what was it? Barbs and Ken's? Or, I can't oh, remember what. There was that, yes. Oh. <laughs> it was like something Will's like party or, or yeah, Coco yeah. and Will's party or something yeah, like that. Some, what year are we talking? This is like 2006. You were too young. Eight? Eight, eight, eight or nine? Eight, seven. Yeah. 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 You were a baby. Yeah, it was like 2008, nine, somewhere around there. Okay. The good yeah, times. Good, good days, those blog era. Why did you get into the blogs? Yo, shout out to um, Kathleen Pedro, so the Brazen Hussy. Mm -hmm. um, at the time, we had One Love T.O., mm -hmm. like the shirts, and those were popular. Yeah. Caravan a day? Oh man! Like the the one everybody that, wanted. Caravan a day. People would hunt people. Down. You could sell them yeah. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> like, but this was the wild thing. So after that caravan a day, where every, like it just and we had printed a whole bunch and we just gave them away because yeah. actually one love to actually created for our then mayor David Miller. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. oh, I remember wow. that. And then. We did the presentation and he was just like, yo, I love what this means. Because obviously I was looking at like, I love New York. Mm -hmm. But then what spoke to this city mm -hmm. and the cultural diversity of the city, mm -hmm. what makes the city amazing. I think people are slowly forgetting, but it's what makes people 
that makes this city amazing is the whole concept of one love, mm -hmm. where we aren't just like in these little sections by ourselves, we're like we all, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, it coexists together. And anyways, one love to you, boom, did it for David Miller, everybody wanted a t-shirt, and then boom, we started selling. Then we started doing pop-up shops, mm -hmm. right? And then, I remember the one on Dundas and Dundas Square. Oh, you mean Dundas like Scatting Court? Yes. Yeah. And what was wild was it got to a point where we would say, "We're cha we're dropping a T-shirt with a purple heart. Mm -hmm. We're dropping a T-shirt <laughs> yeah. with a green heart. Wow. Yeah. We're dropping a T-shirt with a whatever. Whatever. We would just change the heart and it just said one love to you. But it was something that represented us. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because prior to that, the only thing we really had was roots. And we also, mm -hmm. we had two black guys, but that kind of had phased out at that mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. And then we also had um, the- Kamikachi you know, juice. Yeah. And we also had, what do you call it? Like the ugly, you know, the shirts that just say Canada with a beaver. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The immigrant <laughs> shirts. Yeah, yeah. The, the immigrant shirts. The, when you have people visiting. You when never you seen- so, It's like Chinatown. going to Toronto, yeah. the yeah. CN Tower. Yeah, 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 you yeah, never yeah. seen someone from here there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that basically just- yeah. created that it created such a novelty people would be lined up at where we were going to do the pop-up shop yep. before we even got there to set yep. up mm -hmm. and i remember you guys would do announcements on the site yeah and people would just show up there yeah. early it was wild and so anyways kathleen was like yo you guys should do a blog and i'm like all right bet so i hit brock and mm -hmm. I, I don't know at that time i didn't even own a laptop yeah <laughs> seriously and once we decided to um once we decided to to do the the blog, shout out to Mr. Morgan. I bought his old uh, MacBook off of him. Big <laughs> <laughs> up Mr. Morgan. Big up Mr. Morgan, the, a real legend. Um, but yeah, that we, we got into the space because basically it was like, it was like somebody saying, yo, you, you guys are popping. You should do a TikTok. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah. That's what, you know, it was a medium. Yeah. It was a medium mm -hmm. that allowed for us, again, to use it as a tool. Mm -hmm. We wanted mm -hmm. to promote our events because, you, yeah. you know, that was my bread and butter was yeah. the, 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 the real life in the parties and the events. That's and where I saw you first. Right. That's right. For, for, I always tell this story, the So Far Gone uh, release party. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was there and I didn't know any of you guys at that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm seeing all you guys up on the stage and shit. And <laughs> there was Six Degrees Nightclub. And what's yeah. your name? Bria. Oh, the, the So Far Gone party. Yeah. Oh, that party was, Wait, Bria was legendary. There? That shit was... <laughs> Bria? She was there? Yeah. yeah, she came. And I was like, bro. What? <laughs> she's, in the, she's in the fucking booth. with, And this guy's like giving her drinks. People are... Everybody, I'm watching this. I'm like, I gotta get head, up bro. there. I'm like, I gotta get up there somehow. Yeah, it's crazy. Wait, so we didn't know point, each other then? I didn't know anybody. Because that would have been like 2008, right? I got or the email completely by accident. I was not supposed to get that yeah. email. Because I remember that's how people used to send out flyer invitations yeah, yeah, back yeah. then. Mm -hmm. Be like... 400 emails yeah. Yo, and was... I was in that for some reason and I went I had five bucks I spent it on one drink held it there Man, and stood Heineken there the whole watched night just pre the whole thing I'm like oh, and I was God. watching God, online in being like oh, why can't I get invited <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was an incredible night putting together putting together uh, a party for mm -hmm. for the boy I'll never forget that the the mixtape came out like the day before, yeah. mm -hmm. and everybody there knew the songs. Of course, like no matter <laughs> what song came on, everyone singing it word for word. I'm just Jeez. like, and I just but knew I brand like... new at that point. I didn't yeah. know anything other than brand new. Mm -hmm. I, that's yeah. I knew as well. Yeah. I had seen it on YouTube. A guy did a cover, and then I looked, and Drake had done a cover, and I was like, oh, okay, this song's kind of bumping. Mm -hmm. And then I seen his name on the flyer, and I'm like, 
All right. I mean, at that time, Toronto music, you're not thinking mm -hmm. what you think now. Mm -mm. Like, you go to a show now, and you're like, this person could potentially be the right. next one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. If I remember when I went to Daniel Caesar's show, and I was just like, whoa, yeah. This could be it. <laughs> Wait, uh, the one at Danforth? Yes. Everybody remembers that one. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Everybody Crazy. Remembers that one. So that it's like, you at that time when I'm going there, I'm not thinking anything of it. But then I seen you guys, the movers and shakers that I'd recognize online. Mm -hmm. You guys were the celebrities to me, not For Drake. <laughs> Drake was nobody to me. It was Brock, you <laughs> seeing the Brazen Hussy girl, all those people yeah. up on stage. And I was like, these people are creating an ecosystem for the right. first time that mm -hmm. I can recognize and be a part of mm -hmm. in some capacity. What and like time, I bro. just heard about Remix Project too. Right. Like mm -hmm. wow. everything was fairly new. Yeah, Remix was Remix was 2006, October 10th. Yeah. I still remember the date. October 10th, 2006 <laughs> Aww, was the first so day we opened those doors. <laughs> yeah. And so Remix would have been brand new. It would have been ATF probably. And I don't even know if it was yeah. OVO yet. Good like, foot. <laughs> Livestock <laughs> ransom. Yeah, Those were the with cool spots. Remember yeah. we used to Imagine, visit? Like, Remember when <laughs> Toronto had spots? Yeah. But like that that time is so incredible. You gotta mm -hmm. think about like what man's like 40, Oliver, mm -hmm. Nico, Future, Katrina. I've watched like, everybody grow like yeah. crazy. It's it's wild to see. It's wild to see where we're at right now. It's so it was so fun being in that time, being on the cusp of everything. Because nothing was guaranteed. Though. Nothing was guaranteed, but you dreams. knew something was gonna happen. Because right? it was dreams. something yeah. was in the air, especially when Drake started like really taking off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You just see the city start like, I don't know, it was like coming together, but also like recognizing there's a world here mm -hmm. that's also important. It was really cool. Yeah. That's what, like that's so how I felt. Like it was it just was, so cool. Yeah, it was, it was. so dope. And you yeah. know what it was? It was a shift. It mm -hmm. was a shift in the way we thought about the ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. It, it was a shift between I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember when every man was wearing a New York fitted? Yeah. And then everybody was wearing a Blue Jays fitted. Oh yeah. Yeah. It wasn't no like the Air Muffs like, ones were a little scary. Those yeah. ones were, that's those the first ones. one I thought of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, very, the black, very, the black very joint with the Air Muffs or the gray, mean, the gray you inside? That, you, you had to... You were CSAs? Do you remember the... Hold on. Do you remember the sunglasses with the... I remember it. Oh, okay. Do you remember the sunglasses with the lion head, the gold lion head on the sides that you get at the convenience store? Yeah, the most unhinged niggas of all time. I never had those stuff. That's a murderer. I never like to be on the bus The black Air Force ones. No, but that was definitely a change. You know what the biggest change for me was? Carabana weekend. When people were... The mans were not... Pretending to be American anymore. That was actually a moment. I hold that dear in my heart. Dog. Everybody had a fake American accent for years. On anything. Like when I'm talking, when Twitter first came out, all my friends were tweeting in an American accent. I don't know how you do that, but it was happening. It was happening. Hip music, if you heard Toronto hip hop, there was a twang, like yeah, an American yeah, twang yeah, to yeah. it because we felt like we had to assimilate. Yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah. It, it was all over. Mm -hmm. It was all over. It's the most power, powerful and beneficial shift of, of our time. Absolutely. 100%. And all that came, and it's going to sound a little cheesy, whatever it is, what it is. This is where I'm at in my life. But <laughs> it, was, it came down to self-love. Mm -hmm. Once we started mm -hmm. to love ourselves, yep. look what we did. Yeah. Look yeah. what we produced. Yeah. We, we, we're talking about... We produced world class talent 
Absolutely. hip hop and R and B and acting mm-hmm. and pop. modeling and uh, pop, of course, cooking, Cook, everything, everything, yeah. every, every YouTube, facet. <laughs> yeah. everything. Yeah. I mean, like think of like we, like the city was just waiting for that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and once we once we realized now nah, we like the way we talk, yeah. Mm-hmm. And first, I mean, it's that first generation West Indians. Yeah, yeah. it was inevitable. Like, <laughs> yeah. and honestly, like the the bossiness that was instilled in us yeah, yeah, as yeah, children, yeah, yeah. it was inevitable. Like we were, the, our parents groomed us to be this way. Yeah, it's fine. So it's like we're, it was gonna happen one way or another with Drake or with not without. Yeah. probably would have taken longer way without on. Drake, without mm-hmm. but right. it was gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. our were, first generation, like, yeah, yeah. Were you ever on that side of the the coin in terms of being kind of insecure, being Canadian, kind of? Leaning towards being American. Hey Duke, are you trying to ask me if I had a fake American accent? Did, yes, you're yes. talking about a band that went to the states and played NCAA ball. Did you go to school in Yo. what Maryland? Was it? So the answer is yes, Duke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we so, got him. Let's keep it. Let's keep it a buck. You want? You want? You, the, you want the extra gravy? I'm gonna give you the extra gravy. Extra gravy, exclusive, 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 exclusive. Premier, premier, premier. Listen, exclusive. Not only did I have an American accent, it didn't take me long to acquire one. Either. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I used so to proud. always, I used to always make fun of people I'm like yo these guys used to go shopping in Buffalo for a weekend that used to be a big thing oh yes yeah. used to go shopping in Buffalo for a weekend and come back with an accent these guys are goofy <laughs> <laughs> but what did I do you I went, went to Maryland I went to school for a semester <laughs> came back Especially don't don't give a Toronto man a valid excuse to have oh, the accent. Oh, don't give me a scholarship. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he back. has the valid excuse to have the accent. Up. But the funny mm. thing is, so I go to school. I, I started off in Baltimore, and then mm. my freshman year of college. But my ba- first, Baltimore's accent is heavy. It's so. different. It's yeah. different. And Baltimore is uh, in my heart because I, I lived yeah. there. Like I graduated from high school there, mm. and then I was there for another year for prep school, and then. Boom. But it was funny, though, right? Because my freshman year of college, the first scholarship I ever got was to a school in Texas. Oh, okay. And so I would come home to Toronto in the summer. You know, yeah, 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 you know, on a scholarship, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) But I'm living in Texas, but I got a... New York accent. I got a New York accent. (laughs) I want to touch on that. No matter what the accent was, (laughs) no matter what the battle was, there's always a New York accent coming out, A man could be playing for University of Missouri. (laughs) The man's coming back sounding like he's from Harlem. Harlem. Facts. He's coming back sounding like his favorite rapper, Mm -hmm. you know, because it was just an excuse. But what was that? That was, you know, what we, this is what we epitomize, is what we looked at. It was, it was the success stories. Mm -hmm. It's like, why did you want the Lexus with the bubble eyes? Why did you want to dress certain ways? Because you saw certain people people that you admired. And they were doing well. Like the OGs, like when I, now, right? Um, I was talking with one of my homies and, and we were talking about like buying a car, like a, like a fun car for the summer. Mm -hmm. And, he was talking about buying like I think it was like a ninety, like a ninety five BMW convertible. Mm. Why? Why you want that? You know why you want that? Because that's what we it, saw when we were. It was in the movie, yeah. right? And so for me, I yeah. it wasn't even in the movie. It was in mm. in the street. Yeah, for mm. me, I know I know there's a certain OG mm-hmm. that had a, a drop top Mercedes, mm. right? <laughs> and he would come down Jane Street, mm. and everybody's like ah 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 bop bop bop. Men's are bop, bop, bopping just because he's driving yeah. by. Yeah. Because, yo, how? How did yeah. you do that? Yeah. You know, we're not supposed to have those mm-hmm. things. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, th- that's still in me. 
that 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 is still embedded in my brain. So truth be told, I, I'm kind of looking for a, a, a 94. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want it. I want yeah, it. I want. I feel like you, I you, you've worked yourself in that position, right? Where it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, you got yeah. it now. Yeah, I you do. I, I want it. It's it. The... Mine is a red convertible for my mom. Because my mom, growing up, always says she wanted a red convertible. Uh, Any red convertible she see on the road, she'd, she's just, oh, look, right, 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 look, right. look, look, look. Mm. And so my whole life, I'm just like, I got to get a red convertible. My, like, nanny, <laughs> my nanny used to have a red convertible. Sell it, sell it. Sell that. Sell that. I said she used to. Uh, well, tell her, find it. <laughs> <laughs> she used to. And I always remember the story my mom kept telling me, like, I was only a couple years old. I don't even know. Maybe, no, no not Noel's name. A couple years old. My mom, somebody cut her off. Mm. And um, my mom went and honked the horn and she was like, asshole, stuck up her middle finger, right? And so then when we pulled up to the light beside the car that cut us off, me in my little car seat, I sat up and I was like, asshole. You're dead. And then my mom said every time I heard a car after oh, that honk, asshole. I'd be like, asshole. <laughs> Soft conditioned. <laughs> Soft conditioned into road rage. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm so I'm easily influenced. On my ride home tonight, yeah. someone's gonna honk and we go. <laughs> I was gonna say that one beautiful thing, and I always like reference it was, I knew you before you started the TV thing, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting at your house like it was a bunch of us. I think after a party, and um, Future was there as well when you guys I guess lived, lived together, together, yeah. yeah. And you were like, you know, like my goal is to be on TV because me and Brittany, I remember me and Brittany were asking you in future, like what your goals were and mm. stuff like mm. that, you know, because we like we really looked. So me and Brittany were um, probably like 20, Okay, you know, like mm. super young, 20, yeah, yeah. 21, mm -hmm. maybe. And I don't like because it was before I even moved to the States for the first time. And it's before like I even like Wanted decided to do, to do broadcasting yeah. you know and yeah we were just sitting there like talking like what do you guys like what's the long-term goals because we thought you guys were like the coolest people you, you know <laughs> and you're just like i want to do tv mm. and i was just like okay like cool like you know we don't really have that much options and then fast forward a few years and I don't even know 2000, how. Like 11 or 2012? When did you start Rhapsody? Like that. Uh, Rhapsody, January 4th, 2011. 11, yes. right? Yeah. And so fast forward the next year, you're like, oh, like Rhapsody's coming back. Come to my first show. Wow. And yeah. I was like, yeah, there. I remember it was kind of like, yes. this yeah. is amazing because you wow. literally just spoke that to me mm -hmm. and you didn't know like for sure that that was something that was going to no happen. Clue. I had given up on TV, but yeah. I, I said I wanted it. But I, at that point, I had given up you on TV up, yeah. because I had auditioned a few times and never got it. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, yo, God works in mysterious ways because for years I was trying to get on on much music, mm -hmm. and so I didn't have any tattoos, and I would like I, would <laughs> I didn't lock my hair. I always wanted dreads, but I didn't lock my hair because I was like. You know, I'm a big black guy already. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, let me. You feel like and, you. And have this is the way we used to think back yeah, then. No, you right. Yeah. And 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 Lord knows, I hope there's some young person that's that, that's listening to this and going, I don't understand what he means. Good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Nah, I'm gonna tell you, you know, right now. It's we, still, we, it's still present. It's still present. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going. But either way. <laughs> yeah. But you ain't that young, nigga. I know. I know. But it's <laughs> like, I, I know. he's that hairy, is what he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, but what? For Lord God, what was I talking about again? 
Oh, um, yeah. But, so, as soon, but it was funny. So I gave up on it. Yeah. Gave up on TV. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, let me just do my blog stuff and whatever, whatever. And satisfy myself. You know what yeah. I mean? Because that's how I was brought up. You know, if you learn off, it's satisfied. You know? <laughs> so I I did that. And I, I said, yo, you know what? Bundes. Drake them popped off. We're on the road with him doing stuff. Lock up my hair. Tat up myself. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. That's I get a phone call. call one day. I'm with me, Preem, Chubbs, Feli, um, probably Gucci, whoever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, were you guys out the country? No, we were at my condo at the time at, when okay. I used to live at Bremner. At Bremner. <laughs> when everyone yeah. used to live at fucking Bremner. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bremner, no, Bremner. Bremner was were relentless. <laughs> Bremner was Bremner was the first South Beach. <laughs> Yo, facts. Yeah. Everybody migrated over to South Beach. Not, yeah, then it yeah. was uh, the Ice Towers. Ice Towers. Oh my uh, God. Like, no. Mississauga, yeah. But yeah, so we're sitting there, we're all at the pool. I just, I'm, I'm smoking cigarettes and drinking wine. This is me right back. Yeah. And um, boom. I get a phone call, flip open my phone. <laughs> uh, hello. Back when you could do that. Right? It's like, yo, what's up? Um, hey, uh, is, uh, is Tyrone there uh, or T-Rex? Uh, I'm like, yeah, who's this? Yo, all gone. <laughs> no, nope. like, yo, what's popping? He's like, yo, yo, this is uh, so-and-so from Much Music. And uh, I mean, oh, yo, sure. Click. You know what I mean? Hung what? up. So then. Drunk. Boom now. Off of the wine. Well, <laughs> I'm not doing this now. I'm not throwing well, in the pool. No, <laughs> you know what he it was? He didn't think it was real. I didn't think it was real. Yeah. Mm. I didn't. I didn't audition. Okay. Mm. One of those. One of those random My hair's ones. locked up. I'm mm-hmm. tatted up. I'm doing my thing. You know what mm. I mean? Like, I would. I so I forget who it was. I was like, yo, was that you? Yo, was that you? Mm-hmm. Yo, Styles, was that you? Yo, was that you? Oh, and so you thought know, it was a prank. I thought it was, I thought these guys were just playing around because wow. here's the thing: all my guys knew I knew wanted to be on television, right? Yeah. So I just remember Preem going, <laughs> you know, Preem's attitude already. Yeah. Preem's like, "I think you better call them back, you idiot." <laughs> <laughs> Are you dumb? <laughs> call them back, you idiot! I'm like, holy cow! <laughs> hey, sorry, yeah, uh, we just got disconnected because you know, them time the calls oh, are yeah, dropping all that. the time. Oh right? yeah, you can say that. And the rest was history, fam. I went so in, amazing. did my audition. Yeah. Did, did you know it was gonna be for Rap City? Yes. Well, eventually, like within within. How did they like? When did they tell you? Because I know usually they don't tell you stuff like that until they're like right. close to confirming. If I remember correctly, it was like, "Yo, we've got. We wanted to talk about bringing back." No, matter of fact, they were talking about like, yeah, we want to talk about bringing back Rap City. Mm-hmm. Uh, da, da, da. What would you, if we brought back Rap City? You know, what kind of stuff would you do? And I was like, yo. I just came up with some ideas because, like, at that time, I was being already creative. I was already curating events yeah. and experiences for mm-hmm. people. So I was like, okay, if I had a live show, what would I do? I would like, oh, I would want to do this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know TV well enough to even know limitations yeah. or whatever, which was great. Good thing, right? That ignorance was perfect, mm-hmm. and it fosters took new ideas. Amazing, and they took some of those ideas, and I ended up getting the job. Yeah, I've been on TV almost. Almost 12, 12, 13 years now. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So amazing. Give God the glory. Like yourself. But I but the the point of that story, long-winded, my girl's probably laughing right now. Um, The 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 point of that story was again, self-love. Once I decided to just be who Mm -hmm. I was, Mm -hmm. I felt like I unlocked some a a new level of blessings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I feel like that is I believe in that. Mm -hmm. I believe in that. Because there's so many other examples I could give you where. Once you get out of your way, just things just start. 
Just you, be low you. In. you like, Ted Lasso, you got to believe, you got to believe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A lot of times it's difficult, especially for young creators, because mm-hmm. like the your only examples are the people you really look up to, right? So you end mm-hmm. up emulating their voices, their moves, mm-hmm. without knowing it. Yeah. So that situation where you're going into it blind, no idea what TV's like, and now you're just creating ideas... That was the truest essence of you without mm-hmm. any like outside influence. You're just like, this is it. Bro, Duke, I'm a nightclub guy at that point. Yeah. I'm going like big party parties. guy. Yeah. Starter of the party. Yo, <laughs> I'm I'm on the microphone. I'm telling people, turning up and making people Wasn't hug. your little thing the party animal or something? Like your little <laughs> slogan? That, that definitely makes sense. This guy said he was up till six forty five. Why she had to preface it as little <laughs> thing though? This is what she does. She says little things. We mean little and things. Be little I thought, I thought you were a big I'd be like supporter. little man. I am <laughs> <laughs> Um Um but yeah, yeah. No, what, I was the party guy. Party yeah, animal, yeah. All right. Canada's party animal. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yo, out, 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 what up? It's your boy T Rex, Canada's party animal. Yeah. I remember the out, out, too. So, how did you. <laughs> out, out, That was in my, my first ever commercial. Yeah. At the end, I'm like, out? I don't yeah. know where that came from. I don't know where that came from, but I would get hyped and I'd be like, out, out, out. It's your boy yeah. T Rex, Canada's party animal. Welcome to Rap City. I'm like, just going nuts. Yeah. But here's the thing you know, like how. Um, uh, MC, I'm Jamaican too, right? Yeah. So now, I, as a you know second generation here, I am growing up in Toronto. I'm watching selectors and right. I'm watching that, and so now my version of that is whatever that becomes in the nightclub, right? Yeah. So now they put me on TV, brother. <laughs> and this is the same. I'm here yelling at people. Tyrone, we have the mic turned up. You don't need to. No. <laughs> Listen, when I got on when I got on television, okay? That first was episode a, was epic. I remember everybody in the city. Yeah. Because first of all, we have to preface it for the people, who, especially yes. not from Toronto listening. Rap City was a show hosted by Nam. On much music yes. for years. Yes. Big up Nam mm-hmm. for everything she did for that there's space. There's a few hosts. Too. There's a, yeah, there's a couple to, different variations. I always I talked about this um, at some shoot that I remember. You remember Vince Carter had that celebrity all star oh, yeah. yeah. game yeah, 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 yeah. for Carabana. I remember what she was wearing. What are you talking about? Dead <laughs> <laughs> serious. Fact. I it looked a, up like, to it her. It was like a jersey or something. Right? Yeah, and she had the. Yeah. the she had, you remember when uh, wristbands and headbands yes. were her table? Yes, oh my yes. gosh. She, but watch this. Shorty pulled up Caravan a weekend with the red, yellow, green. I'm saying, where did she get yeah. that? <laughs> That's it. Wristbands were so important yeah. at a certain point. Oh, red, yellow, green wristband. Yeah. I'm like, no. I didn't go nowhere She's without so... a wristband for like at least two years. Bro, the wristband <laughs> with the matching headband. headband anyway, sorry oh, to cut yeah. you, but no. I remember what she was wearing. Yes. That was that was the impression she left on I, us. Like, so I was at the game. Mm-hmm. My mom's worked at. MLSE, ACC, whatever the fuck it's always been called mm-hmm. um, since I was young. And so I was sitting up in like the media gondola and I looked down and she was in the media section and she was doing a hit right there for what was it? NBA XL. Oh. And I saw her and she looked wow. like she looked like me. She had the big curly yes. hair, yes. you know, and she's in there and she's she talking about so basketball, Mm-mm-mm. something that like I was mm. so passionate about. And at that moment, that I was, was like, free. yo, I want to be a VJ. Like yeah. I was just like, yo, I think that's like so cool. I was. 12 or something or 11 like i don't know it was <laughs> yeah, it, yeah it was sometime in middle school probably 12 i think my sister was one but i thought it was so cool and yeah. so you know 
she definitely paved the way to like before that big as time well. Legend, man, her ma- Master T, mm-hmm. Master T was I huge. I just for me. thought about that. So imagine me seeing Master T at 12, 13 years old. Yep. This is when I knew I wanted to do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm ultimately living my dream. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, damn, I should have dreamed bigger because, you know, Canadian TV salary is not that sick. But, yeah. you know, we're making do, right? Yeah. But subconsciously, mm-hmm. I started to aim towards where I saw people of my likeness yep. doing well. So I wanted to play in the NBA mm-hmm. and I wanted to work at Much Music yeah. Yeah. because I saw Master T. Yep. And I think that along, along your journey, there are going to be things that come your way. You're going to, you know, disappointments, rejection, all that good stuff. But why did I just feel like I could? Mm-hmm. I think it's because I saw somebody that looked like me doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And yes. unfortunately, we, for us, we don't grow up with too many people of our likeness in a a, a, a big enough range or a big enough variety of mm-hmm. pla- of attractive places of power. Yeah. We usually have like our, one. You know what I mean? There's like one, one or two. Yeah. two whatever. You, you know, saw like, them. Okay, amazing, I don't know, perfect. You'll never forget that. Yeah, because I don't know any other Nam that right. look because she looks especially like at that me. time. Yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean. Especially at that yeah. time. But yeah, seeing people of your likeness in places of power, attractive places of power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But seeing them in a, n- a number of different ones, so you can be like, oh, I could see myself there. I could see myself mm-hmm. there. But that's what Baltimore did for me. Because you were there, and you were like everybody else around you was able to. Everybody do it. was black. So DC, how was that? So DC was, was that? my first. It was an incredible. DC yeah. was my first experience in America, right? In terms of like going a solo trip and then moving there for yeah. a couple months. And I always said, I always said to my friends, I was like, DC's a spot where I'm early twenties, twenty two. I'm having friends that are mid twenties, late twenties. And they all have nice things because they can afford it. Mm. Like everybody's just black. Like there's men there that are black, put together, Mm -hmm. successful, Mm -hmm. and they haven't even hit 30 yet. And I'm like, this is so fucking amazing. Like, because you come back here and we don't have anything. Like at that time, we didn't have anything, you know? It it changed the way I looked at life. Mm. I remember moving into the house in Baltimore and it was like, it was a nice neighborhood, but it was a residential neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I'm from Jane and Weston Road. So I grew up in Toronto Community Housing. On the ends, da 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 da. You know, I saw what I saw. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for it. So when I see a bunch of, you know, I call them gingerbread houses, like the, the <laughs> suburbs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how I picture Mississauga, no cutter homes, right? Yeah, right. I'm thinking white neighborhood, mm-hmm. and it's not. I woke up and everybody in that neighborhood was black. Yep. But here's what I saw: my principal, mm-hmm. my the director of the schools in that region, the lunch lady, mm-hmm. the guy pumping gas, the doctor. The di- I saw black people in all levels, levels of life, yeah. all, all levels, right? Yeah. So what that, what, that, what that did for me at the age of 17, living in Baltimore, at the age of 17, what that did for me was I started to understand that I was going to land where I as well as I applied myself. Where you intended and worked towards. Whatever I sweat for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's such a perfect age to be to see that too. 17? I'm telling you... Mm. Uh, that there is a payoff. And that there is examples mm. right. of hard work that to, 
turn into something and sustainable. And 17 is perfect because you're right at the cusp of like, okay, you're going to go to college yeah. or university. Yeah. It's like, ah, nobody really does it that's black or whatever. But you're in that environment, so you're seeing that it's possible. Also, at 17, remember. Crazy. When, you, when, I, when, I, when I get back to Toronto, mm-hmm. I'm 17. I'm, I think I'm a big man. I want money. Mm-hmm. I want things. Mm-hmm. The way this thing was set up at that point, the decisions that you would make and the risks that you would be willing to yeah. take at that age, yeah. that scares me. When yeah. I think about how the decisions I would have made could and the choices I would have made at 17. Butterfly effect. 100%. It could have changed your whole trajectory. trajectory. Yeah. Right, uh, yeah. That's a real, like when I tell you that like, when I think about the, uh, <laughs> bro, at 17, me? Mm-hmm. That's a different. That's a mm-hmm. different. That's a different version of. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Looking There's back, a, looking yeah. back, like when I look back, I am so great. And at those times, you feel like you deserve so much, and you haven't put in the sweat equity to no. even be yeah. worth that. And you want and, it. You want to get it done. You, you want to get it done. Yeah. yeah. But you then you quit. realize you when you actually get there, you're like, oh, I needed to do that. Absolutely. That needed to happen. Mm-hmm. I needed to lose that. In order to get to this mm-hmm. place, saying no is like one of one of the, like, saying no for the right reasons mm-hmm. is always going to also unlock your next set of blessings. Mm-hmm. Yep. facts. Yeah, no, saying no is so powerful. Very, very, yeah. very, very, very powerful. I'm really curious to find out thing. though. We kind of skipped over it. Um, the transition from being the DJ personality to TV. Mm. What was that like? I want to hear. Okay, so as they said, that night was huge yeah. for Toronto, yeah. and the reason why it was huge for Canada, for Toronto, but especially for Toronto, yeah, was because for a lot of people, it felt like a regular person. Got a wicked opportunity. It's like seeing the president, and you're like, I know that guy, bro. It, that's what it, it felt I like. I hang out with him. Yeah, but it, it just felt like you know somebody you went to school with, one of the mandem, somebody you saw, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, uh, on St. Clair waiting for the streetcar. Like, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the black ecosystem, yeah. it's impossible not to know mm-hmm. Tyrone at that right. time, like because of the parties and the events. Because of the parties between between ba- being on scholarship for basketball. Which back then huge deal was a big deal. You get a scholarship. I was in basketball, one of few people that were getting full scholarships, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So it was like between basketball. Man, they don't even know where to find scouts, much less a scholarship. We're trying to get gym time. So like <laughs> at that time, when I when you look at the comments, I, I, this, I'll tell you this: this was the first time as an adult, I like cried tears of joy mm-hmm. when I got home that night after my first episode of Rap City, mm-hmm. and I saw. Hundreds, if not a thousand or whatever, of tweets Mm -hmm. and comments on Facebook and whatever. And it was all positive. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All positive. It was just like, I feel like I made it. And like, watch music. This Because people couldn't believe it. Like, there's very very few events in this city that I consider tentpole events where it's like, you know everybody is tuning into this one thing right now. There was the moment when Drake dropped over yeah. on yeah. on Flow. Yeah, there was the recent Black uh, the Legacy Awards, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which was a huge moment. Mm-hmm. And there's that Rap City moment mm-hmm. where it's like I know everybody in the city is watching what I'm watching right now. I, I was I was humbled, mm. but then. There was one comment. Uh, there's always one comment. You. It's always that Ooh, one. Twelve years later, was, what did it say? 
Yo, I, yo, Rex, I love you. You don't know, but guess what, fam? You can't be yelling at people through the TV like you think you're at revival. <laughs> that one stayed with and you. you. Oh, no, like you think you're at six degrees. I remember it. Like six you think degrees. you're at six degrees, and I'm like, shit. Am I yelling? Yeah. Yeah. And then when I watch the tape, you're yelling. Remember, I'm an old basketball. You know, you go watch your tape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I watch the tape. I'm, <laughs> everybody else is giving you grace though because they were just happy to yeah, see was, you everybody yeah. was so happy that yeah. this it didn't even matter it didn't like, matter it was just like yeah. excitement it was for sure anyway so so that was that was a big transition so then I, I you know I applied like the things that I had learned in life already mm-hmm. whether it was through you know just life or, or through basketball and it was yeah. like yeah you gotta work at your craft mm-hmm. you know so I, I I read a lot of things I watched a lot of things yeah that's good out to I me watching the, the time tape. in yeah yeah you know I put the time in I, and I take what I do seriously it matters to me I love it I know it's a blessing and I'll, there's one thing I always remind myself when I need to say no when I need to leave early mm-hmm. when I can't go on the trip with the mandem that I would love to go on yeah. mm-hmm. like last week chuh. like you know <laughs> what I mean and it, and, and it, and it, it pays to be able to have social discipline Mm. I always know at the end, at the other side of that social discipline, something's gonna. There's something for me, mm. definitely. You know, and so the way I look at it is like and structure. Finally, and structure. You didn't have structure I didn't before. Have no structure. You're <laughs> throwing <laughs> events, throwing <laughs> events. Yeah, you're making money. Yeah. And yeah, it's all good, but you know, in the back of your head, that there is an end finish line for oh, this. Yeah. Like there's a, not even for everybody else looking at you, but just for yourself. You're mm. like. I can't keep doing this. Yeah. I've been I've did parties for over a decade and I was just like at a certain point I was just like I'm so done. Like you're dealing with shady people all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dealing with unprofessional people who don't care as much as you do about your thing. Is there's t- too much uncertainties yeah, in the yeah, event yeah. space mm-hmm. where it's like you get a job like this now where you have a desk, <laughs> you have a computer, you have a, a swipe to get in. Like the structure must have felt way safer it's so funny because that that structure is my norm now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean so that's what we were talking like when you said i wake up at like 6 45 7 mm-hmm. and he's like them times like yeah. you know yeah. what i mean i don't even know why i'm saying that because i wake up literally so time and i go nowhere <laughs> <laughs> so it's like- yeah it's i honestly i'm so grateful for the structure yeah because i know myself mm-hmm. i'm still a wild boy. I'm party still the He's party a wild animal. boy, man. Yeah. I, I'm still the party animal. So I know that, like, for me, it's it's better for me to have... I'm, I'm also very goal-oriented. Mm-hmm. So I need something to be working, working towards. Working towards, yeah. Always. Yeah. I know that from working with young people, you know, they always, always say, oh... Big up, see you soon. Right. Big up, see you soon. Big up, Remix Project. Big up, um, you know, uh, Yorktown. My, Oops. I have, I have my walk-in mental health. Uh, walk in mental health clinic at the corner of Jane and Chichwood. Okay, Southside. That's what's up. You know, um, and that's oh. like that's probably one of the newest things. But mm-hmm. um, for me, what I what I recognize in my early remix days working with young people was they would always say people were at risk based on their postal code. Oh yeah. So postal code poverty is a real thing in this city. Mm-hmm. So so long as you're from one of the 13 priority neighborhoods or whatever, you know, you're at one of the at risk youth. It's like redlining. It, 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 it's redlining like in, that, yeah. in Toronto. It's redlining mm-hmm. in Canada. But the, but this is what I realized while working with youth. I would have kids from Richmond Hill, young people from Forest Hill, all of the hill them. Yeah. Right? And what I would realize was if this person didn't have something to look forward to, 
they were at risk. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you have something to look forward to, it keeps you going. Guess what, though? It also shapes the decisions that you make. Oh, yeah. So when it's late at night and you go, and and you could keep it going or you could take your ass home, Mm -hmm. sometimes you go, yo, you know what? I have to be up early tomorrow. I'm going to cut. Or you're going to be like, yo, I'm not even gonna go out. I, I spent my money on I spent my money on these these these, these flyers or these t-shirts or these whatever, and they're mm-hmm. coming Tuesday. So you guys go. Da, da, da. But if you, if you have something that you're working towards, if you have something, if you if you put a place of value on your day, so we're back to the value yeah. again. Mm-hmm. The decisions that you make are completely different. The people that are at risk doesn't matter where you where you, how much money your parents have in yeah. your bank account. It's if you if you don't feel like you're living for anything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you go, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. When somebody actually doesn't give a fuck, that's the scary person. Oh, it's, yeah. it's literally that's why you see a lot of times with uh, you know kids who grow into that they're, they're born into rich. Mm-hmm. They are the ones that are on drugs. Yeah. They are the ones <clears throat> committing suicide because it's end game from the moment they're alive. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing to work towards because we have everything. No, exactly. It's a scary was, place to be at. I was just thinking that when he was talking of like I'm just so grateful that my dad was able to instill that in me. Like in high school, a lot of times you know we talked about that on the episode he was on. But the whole curfew thing. Yeah. I lived in like Vern mm. and I'm going to a party downtown. Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> and my curfew's 11. Yeah, no. So it's like literally you're getting to the party. I'm there for 15, 20 minutes. All right, got to bounce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So I'm like, I'm very curious. How are you raising your kids? Because you've been that Mr. Outside, right? Yeah. So are you now telling them why they're not supposed to be outside? Or are you just telling them, oh, trust me? Okay. So I have a stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. And I got lucky with her. She's just a good kid, period. She doesn't drink, she doesn't okay. smoke, and she doesn't really like to party. I love when that happens. Mm. My little sister loves church, love God. I said, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, and then my other daughter's too little. She's 11. Okay. So, um, but am I going to raise my kids to, to, to shelter them a bit? Mm-hmm. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, I... I think for me it's about guidance. Yeah. My my role as a father is to give you the best of me. So that's me being like that's me being like very much aware of the things that worked for me and the things that didn't work for mm. me, but then also providing you with information, right? So there's like there's little things that even little things that my mom in, in, um, embedded in my brain that still work. Too mm-hmm. much of anything, no good. No good. What sweet nanny go tag running belly. All right. <laughs> so that means okay, you want to go outside. You want to? I'm not gonna tell. Like I don't want my kid to just be in the house like a hermit. Yeah. Go outside. Go, yeah. Go party. Go. You know. Go dance up yourself. You know what I mean? Respectfully. Yeah. But like, but everything can be done in a way where like, like moderation. We, the one thing that I wish, you know. I, the one thing I wish my mom did was talk things through with me. Mm. She didn't. Mm. West Indian parents are very, just, this is what I said, and that is law. Right. Mm. So what ended up happening was I still had to go discover for myself. Because you mm. didn't know why. Didn't, we didn't talk through it. Yeah. Right? You didn't know why. And the way my brain works is, but why? But I can't say but why more than once. Mm-hmm. I'm getting boxed. Exactly. <laughs> so, so I have to go to option B. Who don't hear must feel like I must feel. Well, I'm gonna feel it. I'm <laughs> gonna feel it. I'm not afraid. Nola's 14 months and she's already asking me why, Mm-mm. why, mm-hmm. why, yep. why. My biggest thing with parenting <laughs> it's real, is though. like, how do you? Wait, you have a youth? No, no, no. Oh. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying what I'm thinking about. Oh, it. Right, like, right, right. oh my gosh, that just reminded me. I had a dream that you had a kid and you made a friggin' pregnancy announcement. 
That's symbolism. I literally had it last night. <laughs> that's, that's imagery. <laughs> that's it it means something space. else. It's a new project I'm working on that's coming to fruition. Ah, maybe. Oh, my maybe. Or new money. It was literally last hey. night. If you didn't say that, I would have forgot. Like, but I wouldn't have mentioned Last night. Yes, it was she last had that night. Why, you watched the Met <laughs> right? I see everybody, it's everybody me announcing in a white gown. Because of the pregnancies of uh, Serena and Rihanna. It's a lot of pregnancies. There was a couple of pregnancies. No, I, don't, yeah. I don't know why, but... We're going to the Met gown, but I wanted to ask you this about parenting. So it wasn't you that read Rihanna then? No, I wish. Uh, Listen, we're going to talk about that, sir. I got a bone to pick with you, brother. But my thing with parenting, and we'll get off the parenting uh, topic, but I wanted to know, like, how do you decide what lessons they must learn by themselves mm. and which lessons you teach. Because there are some things you literally cannot teach. Yeah. Because I remember being a kid and thinking I'm grown and thinking I know everything mm-hmm. and st- being told this is what's going to happen and still doing it because mm-hmm. I needed to see for myself. So how do you decide between, how do you discern between those lessons? I, you know what? I don't know. Let me just... <laughs> Pick a take a page out of Obama's book. <laughs> so I don't know, mm-hmm. but here's what, and and these are things that I I think about, right? So if I'm having a meds on that, I'm thinking to myself, here's what I need to do. I need to spend as much quality time with my daughter now, mm-hmm. so that I can share as much tools as I've acquired. Shared as much of my tools that I've acquired over the years with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's what's going to help her the most. Because no matter what, sure, I can help her make decision or, or you know, decide to let her. But at the, at the end of the day, it's not my choice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can, I can even try to make that decision for her. But just like I did, I'm, you know, she might decide to make it on her own. So the best thing I think I could do is properly prepare her to be a good person, to be a critical thinker, mm-hmm. to have an open mind and an open heart, to know what she stands for, mm-hmm. to to proudly, confidently set boundaries mm-hmm. and have standards mm-hmm. um, and always create an open dialogue with Mm -hmm. her the most important thing is i think is not being um not sitting on some high horse like i'm the adult and you are the child i'm the adult (laughs) and you are the child yeah yeah no i'm the adult here's what i've got yeah Mm -hmm. this is this is what i and of course some that's going to come with certainty and it might be stern and it, and I might really double down on that how I believe or how I feel about this and that's fine mm-hmm. but I think most importantly though is and this is why I've really shifted my way of thinking and being like yo when I'm around it's when I'm around life I can't just be tired I can't just give her the rest of me mm-hmm. I've said this before I have to give her the best of me and and I think that's what will prepare her in time is that, you know, I'm doing okay for myself. I think I'm doing well for myself based on my character, mm-hmm. based on my approach to life, and based on the fact that I made a commitment in 2018 to always work on myself. Mm-hmm. And from that day in 2018 where... I literally was walking on <laughs> walking on Queen's Key across the street from here. Why did you decide that? Um, I had went through therapy for the first time. I had went through therapy for the first time, and I 
fully went through the process of unlearning things. Mm -hmm. There were certain things that I had learned at a young age you that were holding me back. Yourself, I did, and I had to. I had to. It's again, tough. What led you to therapy? Unlearning is far more difficult than learning. It's yeah. so tough. It's almost like trying to not use your right hand anymore. It's way easier. Than it's, it's like trying to. It's like you learn that using your right hand is going to kill you, and so now you have to use your left. It's like. This is going to take a while. Sure. <laughs> but, but people expect your right hand to become your left immediately. Right. But if you if you commit to it, you're fine. If you're honest with it, you're mm -hmm. fine. If you're vulnerable with yeah. it, you're fine. Therapy doesn't fix you. Therapy gives you the tools, tools yeah. to, help to you see fix better within yourself, mm -hmm. to make you take decisions on like, okay, let me approach my day a little bit differently. Same with weed, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I hate weed. <laughs> it's just not for me. It's I'm legal. It's all no, good. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he has medical reasons. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. It's like losing his eyesight all types of shows. Oh, Maybe you wow. do need that. That boy allergic. <laughs> oh my god, Monty. So he's a, he's allergic to Salasi. That's what it is. Jesus. What is Salasi eye? What is that? I don't know what that is. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm I'm Congolese. I don't know what that is. Salasi. No. What do you I, mean? What is Selassie? Selassie's just around the corner. It is. Ethiopia. He is. Sir. Selassie's <laughs> <laughs> no uh, is the Rastafari. And got you. Got you've you. seen him. Probably. Yeah. Ethiopian. Shout dude. out to Selassie. Good dude. What led you to therapy, though? <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious about that. <laughs> I, I've never seen a big black guy go, who's Selassie? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. He is. Oh, there. Um. Uh, yeah, um, Ethiopian emperor, all that. You, you look him up, yes. Google him. Yeah, yes. I will. I will. no, definitely. Um, what led me to therapy? Uh, what led me to therapy was all that partying, yeah, no. <laughs> all that bubbling. <laughs> no, 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 bubbling is good. Teeth for you, and right? wide, left, right, and center. <laughs> oh no, man, shout out to Chance the, the revival rapper. demon. Oh, <laughs> that was the yeah. Shout out to Chance the rapper, man. Bubbling is good for you. You can't discover it. You can't slap the ass. Yeah, you can't discover it. Slap the ass. No, you can't. You can't discover it when. When you're married, oh, oh shit, it's lit! Like, Not after ah! the marriage album, too. Like, yeah. and you also can't pop a lock to Soka. Oh, oh, what, 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 oh, oh Marion, yeah, yeah, no, brother. Of course, it's Omarion. That's oh, what he My boy tweeted this. And he tweeted a video, and he was just like, "I just want you guys to know, Omarion was, was cool. really cool <laughs> back when I was a kid." <laughs> he was. He was. He was. Not, but that dance did it for me. Um, what led me to therapy? What led me to therapy was. Um, I was at a crossroads. I had to, I was starting to see myself and be like, the hell are you doing? Mm -hmm. You didn't really like it. Yeah, because you know what it was? The, here's the thing. How we respond and how we approach uh, conflict, communication, mm -hmm. um, you know, all of that has a lot to do with, one, how we think we're supposed to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for me, nobody's not bodying me up. I'm supposed to deal with that. Yeah. I'm, yo. Yeah. I'm not cat. Yo. Mm -hmm. uh, you talk to. You don't. You don't but, see the power in the other side. Right. And so. Everybody thinks the power is in the aggression. 100%. And so. I realized. I'll tell you what, one of the one of the things that because it's it's nobody's ever asked me that. Yeah. Um, and it's a great question. 
But yeah, I, I started to see I, the, the greatest thing you could do to someone is turn a mirror on them. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. And someone did that to me. Mm. Relationships will do that. Heavily. Relationships will do that yeah. for sure. Relationships is like an everyday. But mirror. you know what? I Just disappointed. I disappointed my young boy. Mm. I disappointed my young boy by the way I reacted, and mm. it didn't make sense to him. You have so much going well for you. Why would you? Why would uh, it be yeah. worth? Mm -hmm. Letting this person draw you out, yeah, you know, and waste your opportunity, the blessing that you have. And I started to realize, hold on a second. So me, mm -hmm. out of how many talented folks in this city, gets this opportunity, yeah, and I'm gonna go fumble it because I'm pissed off. Because a man can't talk to you. Because like a man can't talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, like Franklin in the car. So, um, it's Cause you didn't like a power nigga. <laughs> You'll never see a hairline like. But and so that was it for me. I realized, yo, 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 yo. I can't fumble this. I don't want to be the guy that was doing well. Never. I don't want to be, be the guy. The, was. the guy that was. Never want to be the was. Ooh, the fear of that was like. Uh, 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 uh. Let's get it together, and then and time. then and then it became gratitude, you know. And it was like, okay, I got a, I got this amazing opportunity. Mm -hmm. Not only am I not gonna fumble it, what can I parlay it into? Mm -hmm. I've never said this on, I've never said this on camera. It's extra gravy exclusive, 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 exclusive. Well, premiere, 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 premiere. Exclusive. But I, I truly, 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 truly believe in this. And this was a discovery I had around that time, which is this. Boxside. <laughs> Yo. But this is exact this is what happened. I used to always hear whenever there was something traumatic, a loss, somebody found out they had cancer, something they their their, their wife got killed in a car accident, somebody would say, Don't worry, man. God will never give you more than you can handle. Mm. Right? We've all heard that. Yeah. And, and that is usually <laughs> reserved for when Things are the, the worst. Shit is so bad, yeah. you don't know what else to yeah. say. But, bro, God won't God, give you more than you can handle. That is Jamaican's version of, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Jamaican yo, version of You know, and I knew that that was, yo, this music is <laughs> <laughs> But I knew, I knew, but I believed in that. I believed that God would never give you more that you can than than you can handle, mm -hmm. but I knew that it was also re mostly reserved for those times where like you couldn't come up with no better words. Yeah. Like it was like, damn, this sucks, bro. But you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And then one day I realized, God will never give you more than you can handle. Mm. But what if that's with your blessings too? Oh, yeah. So what if God gave you a couple of blessings, mm -hmm. and your blessing is Alicia and Duke and this podcast? But you're not doing everything you can with it. Mm -hmm. Why should he give you more blessings? Yeah. yeah. So you got too I, much on your plate already, clearly. You, 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 yeah. you clearly can't manage the little blessings I gave you. So exactly. you know what I did? I said, all right, I've got this. I've got this. And while I'm in this state of mind, I actually have this and this mm -hmm. and this as well. Because now I'm being grateful. Now I'm being humble. I'm yep. saying, okay. I have enough pieces to at least get this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now that I have this, I got this. Mm -hmm. And but that mentality, yo, turn off this music. <laughs> 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 yo, yo. 
Just yeah. keep going. Yeah. <laughs> like five minutes and it's still playing. <laughs> inspiration. The inspirational Bro. notes though were hitting. No, the inspirational notes <laughs> were hitting still. But you know what's so funny? This was this was some years ago when I first when I first started when I did therapy for the first time, mm -hmm. and really. I really looked at it like, yo, this is a luxury. No wonder rich people have been doing this. Mm -hmm. Because if I could afford to do this every, like at the time I remember saying, if I could afford to do this every two weeks, I would do it every two weeks too. But I was like, yo, at that time I was like, oh, two bills every two weeks? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of sticky stuff. Yeah. But, but 2023, January, 2022 was a tough year for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tough. So many, so many disappointments. Achilles pop, this, that, mm. boom, COVID, bang, ding, ding. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. All kind of thing, right? And I went right back to that mentality. And I said, you know what? Look at this house I'm sitting in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know how long I said I wanted to buy a house? Mm -hmm. Look at these suits, me weird. Look at these. <laughs> look at them. Look nice, at nice bell sword. bottom them. Look at <laughs> look at look at it, the bell. My <laughs> foot wide. Gucci <laughs> <laughs> serious too. I want that Prada, y'all. I was gonna <laughs> say some Prada, 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 Prada. Gucci me Gucci. You know, I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm proud of you. But real talk, January, I I had to remind myself. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was getting into a, a, a like a rut, a rut again. Mm -hmm. And I said, all right. Here's what I'm gonna do. This house has to be clean because it's a blessing. Mm -hmm. So I have to take care of it. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because why should God continue? Why should God give me more blessings if I can't take care of the blessing He, that he already has given you? My 11 year old daughter. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? Again, she has to get the best of me. Mm -hmm. Any hat that I choose to wear, any role that I've accepted, you have to get the best of me, not the rest of me. I can't be so busy that I don't even let's even know what the clock I strike. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so uh, here's what I did so that this story's not too long with it. But this is what changed everything for me in 2023. I lotioned my foot after I bathed before I went to my bed. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Very I, big. Listen, my I lotion right now. Very big. I, my foot. You should see my foot. My foot is pretty. My foot has never been so pretty. But I. But you know what? I lotioned my foot. I made my bed in the morning. I made sure my recycling, I got to things on time. I started some things that I that, that were way overdue. I started taking care of the the blessings that I had and I started love again. Back okay, to value. Back to the value. Back mm -hmm. to that value. And I promise you, 
I promise you, I'm glad I'm saying it now so that I remember it. I, I did make my bed all while ago. But <laughs> doing day. those little things and taking care of the, the blessings. Taking care of yourself. Taking care of yourself is so Every, important. All your blessings you, are your are extensions of you. So bro, anything you take care of is yourself, 100%. You have a breath? Take care of it. Facts. Brush your teeth. Do the right. Like, it's, it's so much easier said than done. And I understand that too. But a it's lot also of easier it than than sometimes people think. Oh, I can't, I can't. I'm not that guy. I'm not that. Da, da, da. Just do, just do the little the things. The simple things. Mm-hmm. Just do it in increments. Everything takes time, and you can't think you could do everything at oh, once. Yeah, that's that's the that's the biggest yeah. problem because mm-hmm. then it becomes overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. I I, look, I focus on incremental inconveniences. What are things that mm. every day add to stress? So like it's mm-hmm. little things that like. For example, I we used this example the other day. Like, when you go to Bloor and Young Station, mm-hmm. there's two steps to get downstairs, get mm-hmm. into the station, you're mm-hmm. good. You go to Dufferin, it's two s- flights of steps. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, the green station. People might not think that that's a big deal, but when you got to do that every day, Mm-hmm. And you slip one day, mm. <laughs> and you bump into someone and catch a cold the mm, next day. Mm, mm, mm. These little incremental inconveniences add up to a sad end of the day. Facts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm always when Chloe was here, the um, future mayor, Chloe Brown. Mm-hmm. I was like, one thing that I would love the city to focus on is this construction mm-hmm. because the traffic. The traffic is ridiculous. If I'm starting my day. And I'm pissed off. Yeah. How's the rest of my day gonna look? I'm starting my work days and I don't even go back till August pissed off. Like I'm already pissed You're off. Already I have to drive. Now from imagine Brampton you work in between that those those four intersections there that are closing off for four years. Yo, listen. Incremental inconveniences. Bro. Yeah. Bro. Eliminate as many as you that's can. That's when people start moving too. Like um GCB flipping the old like apartments and stuff like that mm-hmm. and they did it for so long it was like three years four years that people started moving out and going to look for new places that the rent was more expensive just because they were tired just of living of those inconveniences. in those old buildings that con- constantly had any, construction any incremental inconveniences uh, you can eliminate yeah will mm-hmm. make your life better even yeah. if they seem so small like a little thing like my remotes bro yeah just get, like, I used to have one remote that was in my room and for the TV in my living room. Just getting a remote for my living that made me so much happier. <laughs> I can't explain it. Yeah, These little know, things, real. bro. Yeah, it's real. I, and, and that's what we should be focused on. The little things. The little things. The little things, the little things that are, like, achievable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you can control it more yeah. when they're smaller. Exactly. Small steps, big change. Yeah, mm-hmm. Definitely. Want. Met Gala. Yo. Met Why Gala. weren't you there? You know what? It's, it hasn't been in my cards yet. I, I won't lie. Like that is something that I've always wanted. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've you I dressed apart. I love fashion. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love fashion. I've I've always loved it. I enjoy it so much. Um, I want it as an assignment. Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> you know, facts. Like, well, uh, actually, Put it up there. well, I'm about to because you said that I told you yep. one night that I wanted to be on television, hey. and then boom, manifestation moments. And he was saying he wanted a baby, and you just dreamt it. No, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. <laughs> I rebuke that <laughs> in the name of Jesus. <laughs> no, but no, but for real, like 
in terms of like um, entertainment, mm-hmm. as an entertainment journalist, as a, you know, what I do for a living currently. That's a key moment. Bro, I want that. Yeah. I really yeah. want that. I love it. I, I had so much fun watching that yesterday and every year. I look forward for the first Monday in May. Mm-hmm. Um, that is probably the greatest example of our celebrity worship as human beings. Like, well, if you want to talk about too. celebrity worship, yeah. There's no other like it makes no sense that we should be watching this. Wait, no, but it's <laughs> just but walking it, into the Wait, but why do you say that though? I feel like if you're a part of the fashion world, yeah. it makes a lot of sense okay. because you're informed. Like yeah. this year Met Gala, I feel like was the easiest for everyone to palette-wise understand. to understand yeah. and to be critiquing Accurately, right. because they know Chanel, right. they know Karl Lagerfeld. Right. Whereas other years, it's like, like the camp year was uh, really camp. hard, and everyone's like, I was like googling mm-hmm. what does camp yeah. mean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but Met Gala is it's, pretty much camp every year. Yeah. But. See, because it's such a loose and broad term right. yeah. that when you have something this niche and specific, yeah. it's so much easier for people to be like, okay, yeah. I know that dress yeah. looks good because of this, this, and this. Yeah. Yeah. I know that cat is, he's a cat because of the cat. Yeah. She looks like a ponytail because of his ponytail. Right. Like, there's so yeah. many different little tidbits. And it was cooler for me. Yeah. It was way more of an experience mm-hmm. for me. So that let me know that other years I should not be watching this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can learn, though. I can, yeah. but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't. It, I guess you know what it is. We all have our we all have our things. Mm-hmm. And for me, I nerd out on that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I I love music and I love fashion, but I love fashion. Mm-hmm. Like I just absolutely like, I enjoy it. It's fun. And then when you when you do something like the Met Gala, the Met Gala is like it's like it's like Olympics for fashion. It is yeah. because it you is. have teams. Because it's an activity. Yeah. And it's and it requires creativity. It's mm-hmm. not just about oh. I went to Paris York, and I York, bought that. Right, or I went to Yorkville and I and I spent all my money. Yeah. No, no this is about this is about cre- like creativity, creativity interpretation, yeah. mm-hmm. expression, still working your body type. It doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one thing where you, it's not about oh I'm tall so it works or I'm short so or it doesn't work. Who has work, the or, richest outfit? No, it's not about that. Yeah. It's, just, it's about the creativity, and I I love that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because for me, growing up. Obviously, I loved fashion, but didn't have the money. Fact. So it was all right. I mean, with these three jeans and my one shout out to Car- JDs, shout out to JDs <laughs> and my one Carteri and my two sweaters from Stitches. And mm-hmm. how Stitches. do I mix these up? And how do I exactly. personalize this? And mm-hmm. how did I how did I fold up my foot, my pants foot? And you know what I mean? Like for me, that's always been a thing. Let me tell you something. If I'm going to the store. I'm putting it together. Oh, you're not one of those guys. You ever yeah. see that meme where it's like, only one person sees you like this, and that's the nearest store to you. Like, yeah. And it's like you're in random house clothes, your mom's heels. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's funny. It's only in recent years where I started to be like, all right, I'm just going to run out quickly. I, I can't even be bothered. But for the most part, I love putting yeah, myself put together. But I'm sure even your, your, run out, your run out outfit is still, you know what I mean? There's pieces there. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's what I'm saying. There's nothing in the house that's, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not But allowed. Met Gala, I'll say this, 2023 Met Gala, slightly disappointing though. Um, you know, it's it's a tricky one, right? Karl Lagerfeld isn't... Um, he doesn't have the prettiest past and no. neither does Chanel. No. Well, yeah. neither does the fashion industry in general. As a whole. Yeah. So yeah. we could go there, <laughs> but I, I, I was kind of shocked by the, um, the choice. Yeah. Um, to uh, to celebrate him, but I also don't know everything about it. Mm-hmm. But I kind of just wanted to sort of it's winter mention man. that it's winter. Gonna mm-hmm. prop up our homies, man. Come yeah, on. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, there were some people saying that the 
there was the big people, so like the Blake Lively, mm-hmm. Zendaya, and a few other ones who mm-hmm. are regulars at mm-hmm. the Met Gala. They weren't in attendance. So they were kind of asking like, why? Oh, Is maybe. it because of like the theme? You right, know what I mean? Right, right. But knowing the theme and knowing the controversy, I what feel the like there was like oh, racist, uh, homophobic, pedophilia. Uh, homophobic is surprising. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, homophobic is surprising. Like he made a comment about same-sex marriage, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm not for that either." In t- like in the fashion, in fashion. world, that is. I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, was, I was shocked. I, 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 like, there's a whole. Discourse. Oh on yeah, that, right. Oh yeah. What? what? Like I didn't know. It, I didn't know that all this like, about it. Yes. All you have to do but is spend like five and go, minutes and go into Chanel too. Wow. Yeah. It's wild. Wow. Like the stuff that he said. He didn't like Asian people. Bombard. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he doesn't uh, like anybody. Oh, oh fat phobia. Mm. A girl couldn't fit into a size four. And he said, <laughs> he no, was no, like, no. You'll get this fat thing out of here. I mean, obviously, he didn't say it like that. But Probably did. This so. fat bitch. <laughs> Probably did. <laughs> yeah, the industry's crazy. But, he, but yeah, he, you know, so, yeah. Anyways. But I, he's I also just... credited for, you know, who Alton Mason is? No. Black model, actor. He's also credited for making him the first black model to walk for Chanel. So it's, it's very, yeah. Kimora Lee Simmons. Credits has, her yeah. credits him with her. It's so contrasting career. to his positions, but it like could, yeah, I don't know. It that's could how be. racists are sometimes too. Yes, where yes, it's like they're yes. very covert. They pick and choose. They well, pick and choose. Yeah. Sometimes racists are cool so long as they're um, you're in one a of the good ones. Power. So, so long as they're still in power, yeah. oh, and wow. you're one of the good ones because yes. you don't think like you them. Bring me exactly. money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was gonna say that one thing that really stood out was the amount of black folks that were actually invited this year. I felt like mm. there was a lot more black people who uh-huh. were gracing the Met Gala stairs. I agree. I think, compared to yeah. any other year. Interesting. I think it, it, it lends itself to your earlier point, though. <coughs> I feel like a lot of the bigger names maybe said no. And like, hey, we need to fill these I don't think so, because no, when I look at the black talent that was sense. there, they're they upper sense. echelon. Yeah. Like, well, well, here's the thing. Remember, this is why we say representation matters, because mm-hmm. it's not just the movies. Mm-hmm. Now, you give all these people, uh, you allow them to be casted. You allow them to be a part of these stories. You allow them to be uh, celebrated and become celebrities. Well, they're obviously then going to be invited to the Oscars. They're going to be invited to the Met Gala. They're going to be invited to all the subsidiary things that come along with being uh, a celebrity. Mm -hmm. So this is why representation matters because it's a trickle-down effect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if if all the movies just look one way, Mm -hmm. well, then so is the Met Gala. Well, then so is this, and so is that, and so is this. So that's why we're seeing... Simulio. Why mm-hmm. Simulio at the uh, at the at the Met Gala? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's because he's yeah. you know he's, yeah. he's, he's he's killing it in the movie game. So and don't the, the fashion houses choose the people? It's not Anna oh. Wintour that chooses the people. It's more so like they suggest yeah, like sure. this is our roster that we want to pull out with, and yeah. then no, she you, goes, okay, yes, and this person no. You actually have to pay to. Well, no, the fashion pay houses pay. The fashion houses pay. I don't know. Well, That's what I what I've been told by a fashionista. I don't know. Uh, she said that the fashion houses pay for it, yeah, for the table, and then they have their roster of whatever clients yeah. or whatever that you want to call them that go out and model the outfits. Yeah, and for example, like the Tom Brown collection, <sighs> bodied it mm-hmm. absolutely. Pro- I don't know, <laughs> except for Pusha T. <laughs> I, we not gonna talk about it, hey, man. He's not but in the top fifty. They, they, <laughs> yeah, we respect on his name, guys. He's a good guy. 
Anyways, <laughs> he's a good guy. So we uh, went through the, t- the Tom Brown collection, never especially like <laughs> SGA and all of them. They they bodied it. They bodied it. And I don't know fashion. So for me to look at it and just know that they bodied it, I was yeah. like, they did their job. But mm-hmm. it seems like the Olympics, like, for fashion. You just lost somebody. <laughs> So my speaking of OVO, oh um, my, <laughs> my good guy, this man's like, guys, it's not fighting, you know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> yeah, I know Jim Jones is right though. <laughs> that flip hop is crazy, but I'm, I'm not even looking at him right now. I, that, you know, I, I really start thinking about it, really. You know what I mean? Like, what, is, what is a push a T, guys? Yeah. What is Coke? What push a Terrence? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, um, but I will say this: the Tom Brown collection last night was incredible. Was I thought. Fave? SGA huh? was my favorite. Well, listen, are, how proud are you of, 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 of Shea and what he represents? Mm-hmm. Everything he's he, doing right now is bro, perfect. We don't, see, we don't see him. I don't see him in the club and whatever, whatever. He plays basketball. He has his one lady. And he, he writes and he, rhymes in his captions. He writes rhymes in his captions, <laughs> which I read. You know what yeah. I mean? And he, and he works on his game and he works on his outfits. Closet. Yeah. His Yo, closet, yeah. And like, at the end of the day, he is kind of who I wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! 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 That like, is so crazy. Bro, this, like, he's sick. I'm yeah. such That's so a crazy. Fan. Like, he's who I, bro, when I was growing up, I mm. thought that was where I was going to land. I was going to be in the NBA. And I'm gonna come. I'm gonna wear those big red fire. boots. Mm. <laughs> you had the mischief boots. I'm surprised you don't have it. Of all people, I'm like, he's getting one. No, like, yeah. no, I didn't bother. I was, I was also traveling at the time. So I was like, I remember going like, I, don't know. I know your people foot are cooking in those, bro. Yeah, that's come how you on, man. That's just for fun. Yeah, no, you're breaking a, uh, yeah. you're tearing your ACL again <laughs> for that one. <laughs> but I'll say this about Met Gala SGA. So so amazing to see him. Mm-hmm. Um, Janelle Monae for me was the winner mm. of the night. Well, she said one thing that made her the winner. What did she say? They're like, "How did you get your body so amazing?" She's like, "Jamaican, Jamaican food and, and sex." sex. Wow. <laughs> I said, "Bombasted, Monae that Janelle." Yo, I be your oxtail shit. Trust me, dog. Yo. But yeah, no, she bodied it. She bought it, and the reason why she bought it is because she's just herself. It was a theme, like yeah. It was campy. Yeah. It looked Met Gala. Yeah. And it and it was fun, and it was something that when she walked down the carpet, by the time she went to the stairs, it was a whole other thing. Oh, by yeah. the time she, do you see when? By the time she made it to the after party, listen. Did you standing, see the after party on the on, standing <laughs> you, on the bar? Twerking up. I said, "Yo, Janelle, I've seen her in person. Oh she's like four ten. She's tiny. She's so small." Wow, she, she is, is so size. tiny. She's little, but she's taller. Talawana She has an energy to her. I've interviewed yeah. her a few times, and and, and it's I'll her be voice. Honest, I haven't really. I, I wish I could say, but I've never really made a really good connection with her. Mm. You know what I mean? Like she mm. kind of just does the interview and keeps it pushing. How do you mm-hmm. determine that? Because you know what, we're all people. Mm-hmm. You know, you can so the, tell. You, well, mm-hmm. it, listen, my interview style is to. to to make it less of an interview and more of a conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So if you're here and I'm asking you a question and you give me an answer and I ask you a question and you give me yeah. an well, that's the kind of interview you're going to get. Yeah. But if I, I'm just talking, you know, I'm showing genuine interest. Just Lyman. With Lyman, I'm, I'm genuinely interested. I'm curious. Tell me about the, yo. The, Going on tangents. Let's go. 
a really good interview is when I have my interview question. And you don't end up I'm getting like, to I'm like, where the heck am mm, I? That's me right now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's it. Yeah. yeah. But it, because now you're having a conversation, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. But like, I, unfortunately, um, I just never really hit it off with her like that. But I'm still in awe. Her voice And alone. I don't have to become your friend to still properly big you up. No, you, you, yeah. Her voice like, alone. Listen, she yeah, could just make ebooks or something, honestly. No, she totally could. Voice is crazy like, in person. Like, like Cheryl Lee Ralph. Oh. <laughs> did you see that moment with me and her? Oh, yes, yes, I did. That's why I said you were collecting all the interviews like uh, Infinity, oh. Stones. Infinity Stones. <laughs> Didn't I tell that you was a comment. 2023, I started taking care of the little mm-hmm. things. And and look it. And then Rihanna, mm-hmm. listen. Hey! So we finally, we're here. First of all. Yeah. That's first of all. Second, don't ever yo touch her again. Yo, don't reach. Yo. Ask her any question you want. Don't be touching her hand. Jeez, oh. those hands have crafted hits, sir, <laughs> and have crafted some other things. We're not yeah. gonna talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But brother, that was a moment. That was a moment. And you guys, you guys have met before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't yeah. like it was the first. I think a lot of people watching that were like. Oh, this is oh his first God. time. Oh my God. I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, she's gonna go to him. Yeah. Like, you had know? to. And it's... I love that video of you like <laughs> saying to the woman, she's gonna, she's gonna talk to me. And she's just like, nope. no. <laughs> and they're like, you want to bet? <laughs> All energy. That. It was that. so great that they got that. They got the two. Uh, yeah, your shout two... out to my team for really. It was it Tracy and? Um... Oh, Tra- oh, um, Tracy and and, and Lainey. Yes. Yes. Laney. I, yo, I'm and here. they're so jumping up and down. <laughs> they were crazy. Like, that, no, honestly, I felt so supported in that moment, and it was such a it was such a cool moment because here's what I gave that carpet my all. Mm-hmm. So remember, I talked about like sacrificing socially. Mm-hmm. I was in LA so much, but none of my like my LA friends barely saw me because I was prepping, I was making sure I was going to yeah. bed, I was you know trying to get my body to look great in my make tuxedo. sure your voice is still intact, right? All of that, <laughs> and 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 so I had committed to it because. It meant a lot for me. It, yeah. And I know, like, the Oscars is a big show. There's nothing really bigger yeah. than that, right? Yeah. So I wanted to give it my all. It was my first time ever. Yeah. And um, what was wild was I already had a great carpet. Mm. Forget Rihanna. Yeah. I had this amazing red carpet. For, for my debut, I had was... more interviews than we could possibly air. Mm. Yeah. Like, real talk. Wow. Like, I was just roping park. people in. Yeah. Like, um, Jay Ellis. You know Jay Ellis? Yes. Yeah. He was walking by, and he was about to just walk by me, and I was like, damn, you almost look like the black guy from Top Gun. And he goes, yo, what? <laughs> and just came right to me. But it was little things. Is that what you have to do when you're on that carpet is you mean hustle? Them in? Yes. Yeah. Because a lot of times, I think people think that they're just, oh, they're just walking obligated up to, to just no, walk no, up to each no. person. No. The publicist. Doesn't matter who you are. The publicist alone. First of all, the whole thing is like rigged, okay? Like depending on like your media Relationships. and like the bigger the publication is and all that stuff, you get closer to mm-hmm. like the beginning with yeah, yeah. celebs. And then like the lower tier is all the way all at the, the end. end yeah. And the publicist is grabbing the hand and the was local like, paper. Nope, let's go, let's go. Hi, let's I'm go. here with the LA Guardian. Let's <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> your face. Get out of here. Yeah. Yo, what's wild though is yes, I was hustling the whole carpet mm-hmm. and I had a great position. Mm-hmm. I was Actually, second position on the carpet. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Ahead of E. And do they position you or do you just got to get there? And no, 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 they do. Shout Body out, I'm at. No, shout out to CTV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have my back on this one. <laughs> nice. Um, you know, yeah. 
lave payola. We, <laughs> we showed up. <laughs> we was there. Um, no, nah, but real talk, I was, I was a, the number one spot is always going to be the number one spot. It's ABC. They're the broadcaster. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? We're the Canadian broadcaster. We're on the second spot. Amazing. Oh, That's wow. my dream come true. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Because um, after that, now I just got to hustle. But to my left is E. To mm. my left is mm. Access, Ho- uh, uh, Access Hollywood. To my left is... Keisha Shanti. Blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Keisha. That's my girl. Um, but like, it was... But I had this great carpet already. Mm-hmm. And because I was in a good mood, I didn't know Rihanna was coming. Rihanna was coming. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't like. I was just. I was just talking shit. I was just. You know. I was. I was happy. Yeah. You know what it was? I was happy. Yeah. I was happy with You're, everything you felt that so happened. Successful. That preceded that, I was happy. Yeah. And I was just uh, you know mood of like Rihanna's coming. Like there's a whole bunch of you didn't see. I was just being an ass, right? <laughs> yeah. And the girls like that's why you catch her going. Yeah. Because yeah, right, right. they're like, bro, the carpet's done. Like you know. Yeah. ABC them locked up, closed Wrapping up their up. stuff. Yeah. Wow. Too bad. Bob, here comes Riri. I said, and then the place goes nuts. And I'm like this. And I'm like this. And I'm like, yo. And I'm like trying to get her attention. She's not preemie at all, you know? And I'm like, I said, I said, call Blaine. You can't just walk past me like that. I, I hit her with the basic <laughs> I, I hit her with the basic I said, oh, Ross Hall, you going to walk past me like that? And she, 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 she went died. Like this. She goes, <laughs> like this. That's the wave. Yeah. Right? So then once I got the wave, I said, well, sorry, this might work. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. And then Finish I, have, one, two I have a I have um someone like in my ear. Yeah. Like, yo, 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 hey, whoa, this might happen. Hey, hey, <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me? Hey, hey. Sitting up in the control room. Boom. And that's what you see in the, you know, like the little suspense, and the, and the girls are watching because they're they're still. Like, oh, my God, oh 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 my god. And you know, and then Boom, as soon as she finished with her pictures, she just looked Turned at me straight to you. and started walking towards yeah. me. Wow. And here's the thing. Right to you. Here's the thing. A lot of people might be like, oh, well, yo, I mean, that's what you do for a living. What are, you got a you got a Rihanna interview. That, oh, what's the big deal? But here's why it's, it's a big, big deal. deal. It's a big deal because she knows her power mm-hmm. and what that what that did for me. This mm-hmm. is the point. And she did that on purpose. This is the mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. She, she doesn't have she to. Saw she saw a black man with well, dreads. Not, o- not only <laughs> does she not have to stop for me. Mm-hmm. Her publicist tried to, Say, tried no. to make her keep going. Whole time. Yeah, yeah, she's like f- ushering her along. Right, and yeah, and there's pictures, there's freeze frames that are hilarious of the 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 the, the publicist going. What are you yeah. doing? This guy. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. she's saying, "Who is this guy? I don't know mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. It's not Laverne Cox. It's not, um, you know, whoever and whatever other names that are big names. Who is this guy?" Answer the first question and boom, boom, and I were joking around, boom, boom, boom. And the lady went like this and tried to pull Rihanna's hand. And she and just she, goes, hmm. she just unhanded her mm-hmm. and finished the, the interview and Ray Ray. <clears throat> but I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I hope I get a chance to thank her, you know. Soon. And I don't even think it's because she's met you before. I really think she saw a black man mm-hmm. yeah. that could have get a huge interview. Mm-hmm. And she knew what she was doing. As of lately, she has been, I feel like she's been prioritizing. Like kind of black like making comments oh, to yeah. black media yeah. when they pass. Like she might not stop and do a full right. interview, yeah. but she's definitely been able to give them like a little some some yeah. when she Absolutely. sees them. You know, she she knew exactly what she was doing, and, and, I, and I'm grateful for it. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, now, do you think Rihanna would date a bus driver? Um, oh, fuck. Do I think Rihanna would date a bus driver? <laughs> um, 
I know he's going to. Do I think Rihanna would date a bus driver? I mean, yeah. What? I do, because just based on the fact that she's an island girl and yeah. at the end of the day, money's not an issue for her. And if, <laughs> if she really raided the youth and yeah. thought he was fly, because the bus driver could be fly, I think based Are on... Are you describing ASAP Rocky's situation? Yeah. <laughs> He's not a bus driver. It's far no, from but, a bus driver. She but, did see it. Big time. <laughs> what? I, I thought but, it was bad when she said, oh, your little nickname. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, belittling ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky's basically I'm a bus saying, driver. I'm just saying, people, she went from dating a billionaire mm. to... See how women view it? And you said Do you see how women view it? Do you see how women view it? No, this, is, this is where the question came from. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. If he owns no. it. If he owns the bus. See, that's, no, that's a problem. That's a problem. So this is Ayanna and um, Ebony K. Williams. Imagine you come to... Would you date a bus driver? If he owns the bus. If he owns it. If he owns the bus. That's a That's a problem. That's a problem because the standards and the criteria that we use to measure men is off for who Mm -hmm. we are as women and who they are in this society. Uh I would date a bus driver Mm -hmm. if he was, if he loved driving the bus, Mm -hmm. if he was a man of integrity, Mm -hmm. if he was good to his mama, if he treated me well. Like the things that matter. Right. What the heck is that? <laughs> Why is Tupac playing on my phone? <laughs> but yeah, um, no. The, it, okay, it's, so I, I mean, I answered it based. I, yeah. And I was uh, you. Uh, you're asking me based on what my impression is of Rihanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I answered it based on that. I, I think you know, with humble, humble mm-hmm. beginnings, and she's still at the end of the day, she's still bot gal Riri. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, she, she so bosses up whoever she's with. It de- oh, just like how she just kind of not intentionally, obviously, mm-hmm. but. Undermining where ASAP Rocky is is only because of where Rihanna is mm-hmm. that you can do that. She's so powerful mm-hmm. and she's done so much at this point that no matter who she's with, I think even if she was with the bi- billionaire, she's big dogging him. Oh yeah, well, like I she's mean, a billionaire herself. Well, she's a billionaire now. herself. And <laughs> yeah. She has the star power, and yeah. then she has the. the yeah. I, I think she big dogs anybody she's with, right? And I so I want to clarify. I don't care that she's with ASAP Rocky. I'm just saying. Oh no, we know, we know. Men, yeah, yeah, I know. Because I think like. If that's what's making her happy and like that's what makes her feel like she's living and enjoying life, Yo, then sure. They like make sense. The most important thing for me, anyways, is that the person that I'm with mm-hmm. has to be like I remember I mentioned earlier, like you commit to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Goal oriented. Well, it's gotta you, be the same. You just gotta be the, you have to be committed to working on yourself because we all know from year to year things change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I need someone, I need to know that my partner in this life is going, it's a push and pull, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I need a little push today. Well, I'm going to get that from you. Yeah. You need a little push today. I'm going to get it. And guess what? There was a time where, there was a time where, you know, somebody's bigger than the other person or whatever. Like, you can't you can't count nobody out, especially yeah. if they're a good person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they're a good person, you don't know what kind of un- blessings they're about to unlock That's for them. Yeah. So at the end of the day, for me, it's like, yo, you're a good person. You're God-fearing. Mm-hmm. And That's easier for us, though. We're men. We don't care about those things. What? Status. Like, in terms, oh, of, in right. terms of my girl works at a nail shop. My girl's a janitor. Any of those things, mm-hmm. there's no harm or foul. Mm, in saying true. them to your friends, your mm. family, to anybody. For women, because of 
the roles, the dynamics of relationships for so long, we were providers for so long. Mm -hmm. So essentially, you want to say your your provider has a good job, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) And has a job that's respectable, quote unquote. Whereas now, we see those dynamics have changed, but the thinking is still back there. Yeah, it hasn't caught up. So it's like, for me, women have to decide what they want. You want a good man or you want a status man? You know what I mean? Mm Because at the end of the day, you want someone that's good to you. Yeah. Regardless of what they make, what they do, everyone has value in some some capacity. Yeah, 100%. And anyone you date, I would hope that you're looking for the value in that person rather than the status. Mm Because the status is like, I could be a bus driver today and... Tomorrow I could be a, a multi-million dollar rapper. Like, yeah. and at the end of the day, I'm a bus driver. I got dental. You still rapping? <laughs> Me? <laughs> like dental, health insurance, mm-hmm. life insurance. Yo, the TTC drivers be having sixty to sixty to eighty thousand a year. That's like yeah. that's decent money. You know what I mean? Wait. They make a decent amount of money. They oh uh, TTC driver. You said the TTC drivers got good um, benefits. Benefits. Okay. Yeah, health and health then, like, insurance, even the life insurance, plans, dental. That's true. Yeah, that works really well as mm-hmm. well. And yeah. it, this is the thing. You hear this bullshit online, and it's not real life. It's not. Name name people. The people that I see single the most are the people with status in these mm-hmm. quote-unquote mm-hmm. respectable jobs. Mm-hmm. Everybody working retail, <laughs> working the bus stops, working janitors, they're all married, kids. You know, you know why, <laughs> right? It's the distractions, access. Mm-hmm. Options, mm. you know, yeah, you know, like that. And that you never want to settle. You always yeah, think that you can, can be do addictive. Better. That, that be, constant pursuit it, of growth can oh, work yeah, against yeah, you, yeah. relationship wise. Yeah, it can, and and but that's the thing. It's like you need a you need someone that is going to you need someone that's going to stimulate you though. That's why you know, like you need someone mm-hmm. that's going to stimulate you. But you also have to, most importantly, you have to take care of yourself. You have to be the type of person that isn't. Just so Dependent. easily distracted by mm. shiny things, mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's that's that is. I mean, why do you think like why do you think social media mash up bare relationships? This is what I'm saying. Like nowadays, it's like everyone gets distracted so easily, mm-hmm. and it's kind of what we're brought up with. We're I don't think it's even so easily because I think there's so a lot working options. against us, bro, like, <laughs> In terms of distractions, there's so Tinder, much working against us. Fam, Tinder came out at the wrong time. I think it was like right when I graduated uh, high school, or whatever. So it's like. Oh Bro, man! It's not. It's just. It's fucked. It shapes it's, it, the your, convenience. Your life and it's so the bad. convenience it's like, too. You can just grab a bunch of things, and it's like, yeah, people are not like that though. You can't do that, you know. So I'm working against that too, but it's not fucking easy. Options yeah, and convenience are yeah. a hell of a thing. I've never been. I'm of that. I guess I'm of that age, or like, I just I don't know. But I've never been on a dating app. Mm. Yeah, me either. I've never. I've never mm. been on Tinder. I've never been on any of that. But. I also understand, like, I also understand, like, the convenience. I also understand that, like, you know. It's harder to meet people, It's harder I guess, to meet now. people. Even though we have it's so many. But is we it? have I don't so know. much I don't access. Know. We have so much access, but it is sometimes harder to meet people. Like, based off of my friends who are single, they're like, it's hard for me to meet people. Well, it's Even harder though than we the have app. All the, That's for sure. We have all <laughs> these different options. Yeah. I think also... Um, do people with the twenty four seven news cycle? Yeah. it's scarier to meet new people. I think that's one of the uh, biggest things. What do you mean? Like 
that we you hear so constantly much hear so negative. much about, like you hear way more about rape and sexual oh, assault America, and yeah. kidnappings. And I met this guy and then this happened. Like there's so much more of that now that people almost feel safer finding someone online and then vetting them online mm -hmm. and seeing what they can find out from them online. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because in person, I can't find out all this information. I can go on your Twitter. That's why I say I don't understand how guys fail these days. You got a girl you're talking to. Mm -hmm. yeah. She has Twitter, Instagram, at TikTok, and you're seeing what she posts. You're seeing what she tweets, what she thinks, who she doesn't like, what she doesn't like. And niggas are still fucking up. Like yeah. the answers, it's a cheat code. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's actually really bad because essentially you can see what someone yeah. is like and yeah. wants mm -hmm. and not become a chameleon to anybody. So that's mm -hmm. also the scary yeah. thing. Yeah. Because you don't know if a person really likes you for you, they just studied you. It, that's exactly what it is. Like, where <laughs> that's it's true. so easy to study. Whereas it's like, easier to find out about somebody when you, you can talk to them every in person. Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. not good. Yeah, no. I, I felt like that. I've felt like that too mm -hmm. as like a woman. And I'm just like, are these people, is this person interested in me just because what they see like online, yeah. you know? And are they saying all the right things because they assume that's what I like or based off of what? Likes. Yeah. <laughs> no, get out of my life. And it, sometimes it makes me like weary. Like, are you actually trying to like get to know me for real? Do you yeah. really like me, or do you just want to be adjacent to and pair that with things? just regular insecurities? It's like <laughs> it's overwhelming. I, it's funny. I feel like I, I'm like I don't really know too much about this subject. I feel like <laughs> I, I like what one You've thing been so well known for so long. People just know you. Well, no, it's not even that. I feel like I don't know. I've always just met people organically you know what i'm saying and then but also too i think when, when i think about like the way the dating scene is right now mm -hmm. i feel like i don't know i don't know if it's a negative or a positive but people don't just people just don't put the same amount of time into things as they used to yeah True. like swipe 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 right swipe, swipe, swipe. convenience those are actual yeah. people you just exactly that's convenience. fine i guess you could do the same thing as you're walking through the mall or walking through a party you're just walking past people until you see the, the person that you like so yeah. I don't know. Is it much different? I don't know, right? But there's a reason why you get attracted to a certain person, and then, but the other thing is like, quickly you want to know everything mm -hmm. instead of exactly. building a rapport with someone mm -hmm. and earning yeah the right to like know earning the right for them to let you into their life and all mm -hmm. that good stuff. But I, I mean, listen, I don't know, man. I don't know. And then you have people that put on a certain persona online that they are not yes. in person. person so it's like what am i who are you who are you just yeah. Yeah. which one are you <laughs> yeah i'm, yeah, I'm no. good i'm good to get married and have a couple more kids and, and call it a day one <laughs> thing i did want to say about the kid thing yeah. is that i think it's really admirable that you still associate your stepdaughter as your stepdaughter and oh, you guys yeah. have such a great relationship still you know i've seen you take both her and life on vacations together mm -hmm. and this is like long after you know their mom and you guys have yeah. separated and i think that's just so amazing that you know you just love her so much maybe it has to do with you being around her from like young you know or at the end of the day i i've i've done well when it comes to her Mm -hmm. I've not done well when it comes to her. Like, you know, I, I always feel like I could do more. Yeah. Um, but the one thing is I never replaced her father. Mm. You get me? Yeah. Um, I have a good relationship with him. 
Mm. Um, but what I also wanted to be was a constant. So I just basically told her when her mother and I broke up, I said, me and your mom broke up. Me and you will never break up. Mm -hmm. so, like, so that's just um, a role that I decided to, a role that I decided to take on. Yeah, I love and, that. And I, and I still respect it. Mm -hmm. And it also, I mean, at this point, it's not every day like it, like it was at one point. And it, mm -hmm. um, but it's it's one of those things where she still knows that she's got you. Oh, 100 percent. I'm uh, you know, I stand in, in her corner uh, proudly and I learn from her mm -hmm. as well now. You know, she's also now a, a critical thinking adult. Mm. Right. So this is just another aid to my life yeah. and someone that I've made an investment in. So. Um, yeah, it's it. it's a blessing. Uh, you know, when you when you when you date people, everybody has baggage, whatever mm -hmm. whatever it is. And I used to, I remember people would be like, oh, like you look at kids as baggage, and mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know man. if if that's what you call it baggage, and that's some like goyard, yeah, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> that, that's some beautiful, that's a, you know. So mm -hmm. I I just I'm just so grateful. I'm I'm grateful for uh, mm -hmm. those experiences and those people in my life. Like, and I can't do all that i do without that driving force no I, I i can't even do all that i do it we all help each other mm -hmm. her mom's working mm -hmm. i'm in la doing something fabulous mm -hmm. well that's one hell of a big sister is picking her up from school making her lunch da -da -da -da. yeah you know what I mean? yeah like it's it's hand over hand it's mm -hmm. you know um and i and i don't lose sight of that that's not lost on me I can't do what I do without, without that support. Without that support. Love that. That's what's up. And the city can't do what they do without, without you. you. Yo, hold up. You guys have said so many nice things to me. And because it's so nice, sometimes it's, you know, you're like, oh. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah, no you're doubt, welcome. man. I realize I'm like, yo, I haven't even said thank you. You guys have said so many, like, we adore you. Really nice things that I take to heart. And I know you mean it. And, and, and I feel it. I receive it. So I just want to say thank you, especially since I've known you guys both for so long. Duke just met you, but you all right? <laughs> Except for that comment. We don't, we don't. <laughs> what comment? We're gonna, what comment? We're going to check your iTunes. It. <laughs> you better start uh, deleting. Yeah. It's already gone, guys. It's gone. It's gone. Daytona? Uh, what is Daytona? What is <laughs> the race? <laughs> right? Um, no, but here's the thing. You guys have to understand this, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. You guys, today was a great day. You guys invited me into your space, uh, which you guys have done a great job with, by Thank the way, you. and and honored me and uh, you know told a lot of my story to your viewers and your followers. And but I want everybody to realize this in this moment, especially with, with everything that we just talked about, like how jobs, this boom, opportunities, whatever, whatever. We motivate each other mm -hmm. because as you're getting better and you're getting better, and I'm tuning in, I'm going, All right, you know, I gotta get better too. <laughs> yeah. You feel me? Like, Fuck. so, yeah, no, but it, it's it's motivating. Yeah. So, thank you for the the flowers. Thank you for the love and the respect. But this is me saying, um, it's still up. <laughs> no, yeah, it's still See y'all niggas on Monday. No, but it, you know what? What I'm trying to say is we motivate each other. For sure. And that's and that's fact. Definitely, definitely. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for coming through, man. We that's really it, we're appreciate done? You. Yeah, that's All it. Right. That was a good practice. Know, seems... Let's roll the cameras now. <laughs> seems quick. Yeah. Imagine. But yes, man. But um, since you said mm -hmm. we mentioned it, 
I really like we have a power here. Yes, we do. You know, I personally know I have a power. <laughs> Don't worry, I manifestation have, I, moments. Oh, I have some ideas for you guys. I'm just let me just let me just let me just do what I'm doing. <laughs> I promise. I want you, you know. <laughs> You're not gonna share. I'm not. Not right now. No, not okay. right now. You, no, you don't want to share any uh, goals like that. You want to manifest. That's what um, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I want to be able to. I want to be able to get into the TV and film from a from a different seat, which is mm-hmm. being able to um, foster and incubate these stories and 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 allow people to really show their talents. Mm-hmm. I think that the position that I'm in, that I still see and know the talent that maybe some people in those C-suites, some people don't. Are, yeah. won't. Mm-hmm. They're not going to. Mm-hmm. They don't They don't understand it. And I'm like, um, let me bust this wide open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's so many, um, there's so many talented people in this city. Yeah. Um, not just you guys. There's so many talented people in this city, and, I, and I, I really just want to be in a position where we can. Um, it's overwhelming. Put it together. <laughs> it's an overwhelming amount. It's of an overwhelming amount, and including all these young. Ugh, Trust yeah. me. These youngins that are coming through. Because we created that. You and the the Us, class yeah. created an ecosystem that mm-hmm. is just like growing more and more, and the more. Generations that come into it and learn from the the older people, mm-hmm. the better it's just going to get. There's a confidence that I think young Canadians, young Torontonians are growing up with now that we didn't even consider. We didn't have like it because we didn't see it again. Yeah. You know, yeah. we still have they those insecurities in the back of our heads of 100%. like Toronto oh. and America yeah. and <laughs> how that feels. But like they grew up thinking, they grew up knowing we were number one, like knowing that like. Yeah. We have the top streamers. We have some there's of the best a, actors. There's a Toronto kid on almost every NBA roster. Every, yeah, I know. Every single the playoff team is, right now. The statistics is it. There's, there's like 34. Shout out Jamal Murray, though. There's 34 Canadians in the NBA Jeez. right now. 34? Yeah. And it's the most. We have the most. It's, I think it's like 20-something for Toronto, like the GTA. Mm-hmm. We have the most um, for that, like any other city. Like we oh, have wow. more than New York, more than Dallas, wow. Houston, more yeah. than Chicago, like wow. Toronto, GTA Mikhail. area. Like has it, it. I, honestly, you guys don't understand. It makes my it makes me so happy mm-hmm. every time I sit down to watch a game. And that, you can oh, be yeah, like, oh, I Toronto. know them. That guy's Facts. from Toronto. I see that guy's them. From yeah. Yeah, Even I mean? Dylan. <laughs> 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 Even Dylan. <laughs> Even Dylan. I'm like. Yeah, I yeah. Bears. I'm my that. Yo. I'm my DJ that. Yo, I hate the way the internet's dealing with them today. Though. Yo, they're dealing with them wicked. <laughs> Yo, the Memphis organization is dealing with them wicked. That can't be. That's real. I can't be. I don't know. I need that's... a confirmed source because that is I, everybody insane. that posted it. Everybody that posted Adrian? it today is bootleg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It because wasn't like I didn't see House of Highlights. I didn't see his engagement fodder at this point. Yeah, like they know his name is gonna bring clicks, so yeah. it's like it's 100%. easy to report on. Plus. Any L's he takes from this point on mm-hmm. is clicks. He's mm-hmm. positioned himself in that in that regard. So it's it's unfortunate, but I feel like he has the capacity to meet the expectations because his expectations aren't high. Three and D player, hit the threes, play the defense you've already been playing. Mm-hmm. He's arguably a third team All NBA mm-hmm. for defense, mm-hmm. and so it it for me it's like I don't mind the villain role mm-hmm. we need one we mm-hmm. had, 
the Patrick Beverleys, the Lance Stevenses, the Draymonds, Rodmans, all these guys have been mm -hmm. necessary mm -hmm. for the league to have narrative, some story, some reason <laughs> to watch. Mm -hmm. And if, I don't I don't think it's a bad decision for him to lean into it. Because I think I see him intentionally <laughs> leaning into it now. And I think it's 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 gonna work out for him eventually. I just don't know. I just I really want to know about if Memphis released that statement because for them to say that about him and John Morant literally had a gun in a strip club. <laughs> that'd be so wild. Nuts. Well, here's the thing. I, I feel like <laughs> the one thing that I was talking to I was talking to some people the other day and I was like, uh, the the first bit of news, just always take a beat. Need to because most of the time that first bit is for the sake of shock value, oh, yeah. impact, clickbait. First, like, yeah. Being first, being so first. And, and not doing the checks and balances, not doing the due diligence, not being journalists. That's why I wait for TMZ to say people are dead. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't it's facts, none though. of these niggas. It's true. <laughs> they no, killed but, Lil Wayne about four times bro, on the internet. Yeah, no, the internet. Eddie internet's Murphy cold. died once. Uh, Joe Budden killed him, right? Yeah, yeah. Joe Budden killed Eddie Murphy once. Joe Budden killed Eddie Murphy. Yeah. He must have said Eddie. Something happened to Eddie. Yeah, and nothing happened it. to Eddie, and the, the <laughs> internet ran with it. Yo, is Jamie Foxx okay yet? Uh, he, is he is awake yeah, and alert, allegedly. Uh, yeah. Prayers up for Jamie Foxx. And now they're mm. saying um, they they slaughtered, they sacrificed cows to wake this nigga up. And I heard that it's a clone. And <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, the internet. Man. Yo, people get, are getting more <laughs> and more uh, ridiculous, yeah. bro. Uh, it's so insane. First of all, nobody knows what happened. Like everybody's just yeah, speculating. speculating. The stroke talk keeps coming up, mm -hmm. but nobody knows for sure. And it's like. Isn't it best to just wait for Jamie to say or his family That's the to thing, say? Though. That's the culture we live in. Nobody wants to wait for anything. Mm. They, everybody feels entitled. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they everybody to, thinks like, they're know experts that, on the issues. Know? 100%. Exactly. Everybody thinks exactly because that. they've collected all this information and they've seen this happen before and this happen before. So this must be happening Literally now. Detectives from home. No. Yep. <laughs> it's like, we watch it's crazy. too much Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, whatever. <laughs> Fucking CSI. Hell, Grey's Anatomy. I hate it. <laughs> Wait, hold I on. Love Grey's before, Anatomy. Go, before we go, because uh, we've been. You know those ones where like, you say bye five times? Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's what, that's what we're doing right now. I love <laughs> it. Yeah. I'm going to let you go, Saints, in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So, me, um, so listen, me talk to you another week, but. You talk to Patsy. Yo, Patsy. <laughs> I didn't know what I'm A long time in a talk to Patsy. Oh, oh. oh, oh she doing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Next 20 minute conversation. You know, Patsy, Mary, Mary Robert, you know. And it's oh, a yes, whole. Oh, Trust mm, me. Yeah. All right, then. So. We'll be at the door. Jacket on. It's like, yeah, yeah. Hand on the doorknob. Yeah. Mm, no. It's but, this one. It's this one. Mm. Uh -huh. mm. You hear two or three in a row, it's over. <laughs> Wait, favorite show right now? Favorite show right now? He's got all the shows. <sighs> favorite show right now? I'd have to go with Succession. White Lotus. Oh, I think White Lotus is doing a little bit better okay. than Succession. <laughs> Only because of the jargon in Succession. It's I don't a understand a lot of it. A lot of it. I, I it's like a lot of the same. I, and I like it. It's I, like, I like the tension sex life? and the actors. <laughs> like, huh? Remember, you, you watch Sex Life? No. Yes, no? I do. I've heard First of it. One? I heard really good right, things. But it's like, how many scenes are we going to see her cry? And no, they shot that I in Toronto, it. didn't I they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, they shoot, did. They're shooting in Toronto. That's sick. They shot um, at UFT, yeah. But like, she cries every scene. Like it's. A, like, She's uh, like Teresa from Passions. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> you, you don't know never what watched Passions? Passions? No. Back in the day? No. What? Mm, you never watched TV with your granny. Yeah. 
Ah, big up Victor. Big up Victor. There it is. See, there's every grandma has their set. It's always different. When your grandma's watching you, yeah, you're gonna watch Price is Right, Newman, yeah, Maury, Jerry Springer, RIP my dog, RIP my dog, um, RIP. Young Gordon Arrestus, Lightfoot. Bold and Beautiful, yeah, General Hospital, Days of Our Lives, yeah. Passions. My grandma was on all of it. Yeah, Days mine of too. Our <laughs> lives. That's my, I never she really still got watches into it. it. Wait, okay, so you said White Lotus. White Great Lotus. show. Can't wait for season three. I heard it's in Thailand. I heard Natasha. Uh, fuck, it's going to kill me. I can't remember her name. She was in yeah. Insecure. Yeah, yeah, She yeah. was also the massage therapist last, like, Wait, Natasha, the writer? Like Natasha the Rothwell. She was in uh, Insecure, the girl that's also the in girl. White Lotus. Yeah. Very, very funny. I love Hilarious. Her. Yes, 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 yes. She's so she apparently going to be... In season three. In season three. I'm thinking she might be the main character for season three. Because nice. remember, she was talking How good was to her Coolidge? about all those, like, you got to be yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to live for yourself. And she started getting ideas of, like, her business and how she yeah, wants yeah. to grow. And so I think that she might be the focus for next season. Okay. Um, but I love what they're doing with that show and the fact that nobody the men the Manum collected their award they're like and nobody believed us I I, I, yeah, a lot yeah. of you in here audition. I yeah. know we sent out the tapes to you guys yeah. a lot of you guys said no uh, I love, <laughs> that. I love, I love that favorite I Marlene <laughs> <laughs> she don't watch no fucking TV man oh you don't watch TV <laughs> I don't really watch TV either. She watched Grey's. I do watch a lot of Grey's. I watch it over and over and over and over and over again. Close enough. Meredith's gone. I haven't watched the last one. I haven't watched it yet. Mm. So, but I thought about this. I don't know. I haven't watched the season yet. But I know she's gonna like leave. Did it kill her? Oh my gosh. No. I thought about this this week. Randomly, I said. Marlon always makes fun about me not watching anything. And you know why I can't watch anything? It's because I have a fucking baby. I don't have time to watch it. Even it's, before that, no, don't no, do no. that. I do before we, that. Before did that, you watch I TV? Yes, you I did. You watch TV late at night, I would but watch you were watching TV. like new shows. I was watching everything on Netflix. I would tweet and I'd be like, what to watch? I was binge watching everything because I wasn't leaving my house. I feel like you were watching I used Grey's to watch shit all the time. I was doing both. I used to watch it all the time. Like, all the Love is Blind shit. Like, all those oh, new things. God. Tiger yeah, Queen. No. I just didn't watch it as quick as you. Because you would watch it the second it came out. Yeah. And you'd be finished. I'm, 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 I'm and slow. I would be like, oh, like, <laughs> I'm a the binger next still. week. Yeah. I'm a binger. I, 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 I'm like, I, I'm famous for not finishing. I'll take a Saturday Oops, and so just yeah. wipe out a season. But this is the thing now. Now, I'm like... If the TV is even on during the day when I'm with my daughter, it's, on her it's stuff. Miss Rachel on mm-hmm. YouTube, Elmo, Blue's yeah. Clues. Those are her things are right now. Are you loving now. being a mom? It's good. Preface <laughs> it. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Okay. I, I appreciate the honesty. Yeah. I absolutely find out on the podcast coming soon. Yes, I do. I'm having mm. like a mother parenthood podcast oh, launching cool. soon. With? No, no, no. no. Well, That's okay. dead. Oh, okay. Cricket. Potentially, it's dead. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, we well, can talk about it after. Okay. Don't need to embarrass anybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I absolutely adore her. She's so fucking smart. She's so yeah. cute. She's like funny. Like I miss her when I'm not there. Right. I don't like everything that motherhood has made me go through. Mm. So yeah. when people ask me like, "Oh, how do you like motherhood?" I don't. 
you know mm-hmm. i've dealt with postpartum mm-hmm. depression anxiety i hate how it's made me have even worse body issues than i've had i feel stagnant i don't know what's going on with my career even though i've had so many blessings mm-hmm. i still feel like i'm not living my potential i feel stuck because I can't just up and leave and Mm -hmm. move wherever I want to go. And so all these other things that just because I got pregnant and I had a baby made my life feel upside down. And so still trying to figure everything that's like attached to motherhood. I don't like it. I love her though. I would not trade her for anybody. I get that. You know know what? The only thing that I would, uh, I would pray for you and and hope for you is that um, you, well, obviously that that changes, mm-hmm. and that you find a way to make those things work for you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I bet you there's like there's there's probably just a, an adjustment and just or maybe some things will just sort of fall in place in time, mm-hmm. but yeah, I I, I think because I think like you have so much love in you and. Mm-hmm. Obviously, those the, the the big decision to make a child changes your life forever, especially mm-hmm. you're yeah. the primary caregiver. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think because I know that I've seen so many mothers sort of figure it out and and mm-hmm. and watch things kind kind of come together and allow that to make them like propel them into yeah. another sort of level or stage of life. Mm-hmm. That's what I want for you. I feel like Thank it's very you. natural where you're at for you to feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially and because I love of, that you said that. Yeah. And so a lot of people, people pretend yeah. like they're it's just rainbows it. and yeah. daisies. Yeah. I like, fucking hate it. Yeah. And that's why I want like I'm starting this podcast because I'm like I want to have real ass conversations and I want these real ass conversations to come from people that look like me. Yeah. Like there's so many white women who have these podcasts and it's like cookie cutter and I love it and or like you know the kids are driving me crazy but they're never really honest about how they feel Mm -hmm. they never really honest about the things that they have gone through Mm -hmm. they definitely don't have to go through as much as us and a lot of them love and choose to be stay-at-home mothers like what about the ones like me like killa gray like killa tracy like sasha like all these women who are mothers black mothers still got and still yeah. working our ass off and yeah. we're not giving up and we're not settling for anything like mm-hmm. sasha and kayla both kayla gray both left their their men because they weren't satisfied you know yeah and they chose themselves over it mm-hmm. i love that shit yeah. i don't want to hear the white woman like talking about shit that really doesn't Making apply it, to me and makes me feel bad because I say that I don't yeah, really love money. Yeah, that's the thing. They will yeah, always yeah. like shame you. They'll be like, what do you mean? They're like, all pretending. With, without motherhood, you wouldn't have the baby. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. but I can still not like, like I can Certain like one aspects, thing yeah. and not the other, you know? Yeah. So that's what like, I can't wait to get that started because I have so many things and I have so many it's great gonna be people very cathartic that for you. I want. For sure. Yes. For sure. I look at it like I'm going through shit now, but it's going to be another form of therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it'll be informing your daughter when she grows up because mm-hmm. she can go back and listen to those episodes and be like, oh, wow, my mom went through a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and I'm going to have to go through a lot. <laughs> like, so it's like. I feel like it'll help a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Wait, Definitely. what's your favorite show? Um, Succession is number one. Um, what's another show? It's like a guilty pleasure, Power. I'm watching Ghosts. Uh, yeah. Absolutely horrible. It's not good. I'm so <laughs> telling you right now. It's not. So no, if you're not, if you never started, don't watch it. Watch it I started and I'm like, yeah, no. You know? And then also, the show you gave me. What was the show you gave me? The Rehearsal. Rehearsal. I just started that one. The Rehearsal. What's it amazing. on? Crave. It's on Crave. Oh, shout out to Crave. HBO yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's um, Nathan Fielder. 
Remember Nathan for you back in the day? He has oh, a show yeah, on MTV. Yeah, yeah. His yeah. mind is insane. He has a show called The Rehearsal it's now. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's I mean, unlike yeah. any you show you've ever seen. I thought seen. about it. Streaming now I'm on Crave. One episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plug, yeah. plug, 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 plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, What's your favorite? Snowfall. Mm, After Snowfall. Yeah. What an amazing yeah. ending. Let's go. Did you watch I, that last so you watch, episode? We've yeah. watched what two seasons? I've seen. That's it. So what? Start that show. Oh my god. So we can't oh, say I, too I'm much. I'm lucky. I, I mean, I know I, what happened. You're at lucky the end, because obviously. you now don't have to do what we just did in season six, where you have to wait every week for an episode. Mm. Yeah, I could just bitch. It I kind of like that though. I didn't mind it. I didn't. Mind I love it. that because I love when Twitter comes together, watching one thing at the yo, same time. That was the best thing that ever happened to Twitter. Ever. Yo, no. Hold on. Hold on. Shout out scandal. Yo. Yes. Damson. Damson Idris. Uh-huh. This guy cheesed me, bro. <laughs> because I don't watch, I don't have time to just watch it every Wednesday or whenever it came out right away. Yeah. So now Thursday I'm scrolling. Oh no. And the man just bear spoilers. Yeah. Like, yo, my you don't have to post everything right away. Yeah, like yeah. allow it. You yeah. know what I mean? I like, was dodging yeah. left, right, and center. If I saw a name, if I saw even the word Coke, I'm not I'm <laughs> not reading this tweet. I'm not reading yo, this tweet. Because you know how it ends, right? But I saw the The ending was so amazing. Oh, you don't? Okay. No, no, no. I saw it. I right. know, yeah, I so, watched it. Imagine I saw that image, mm. and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, I try to ignore it, even though I've seen it. And I'm like, how yeah. many seasons My behind? thing is, I've been lucky. Like, I've seen something like that with another show. And when I watched the episode, it, it, was, exactly. it was a dream. Oh. So, like, now when I see certain I like things, you don't just take I don't just go... That's what's happening. Well, in my mind, I was like, I don't even understand how that's going to happen in one episode anyway. So I was like, well, oh, yeah. maybe surprise, this is surprise. like season seven. Yeah. Or se- yeah but but no they did it in a very good done, way. Fam. They did it in a very realistic, very well played out way. The, yeah. The way they tied it to the very to first Alton? episode. Yeah. They tied it the to 12,000. Mm-hmm. When the 12,000 is in the safe and that's the first mm-hmm. amount of money he got fronted. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is yeah, He's Marshall. <laughs> But Sorry, I haven't even watched it yet, bro. You have to hurry up. No, but <laughs> honestly, um, I got, I want to give him his credit. Like, mm-hmm. Damson Idris is an incredible actor. Mm-hmm. Like, he's extremely talented. Yeah. Did I share the voiceover Video. stuff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's he doing impressions. So good. He's doing impressions of Chris Tucker and uh, Denzel. Like, his first time meeting Denzel. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then and how he used to imitate Chris Tucker when he was a kid. And how, when he met him, how he did his voice. And wow. he's doing all these voices. Snoop. And, Snoop. and then he does that. his mom's voice. It's I'll amazing. It. I'll play yeah, it right yeah. now. I'll yeah. play it right now. Yo, that, he's, he's so good. But, but and even he has like how he like took on this British. this Los Angeles, yeah, accent. yeah right. Snoop, Snoop is he how he did it. He didn't do what you were doing and just being in uh, Texas <laughs> and <laughs> having a New York accent. <laughs> Talented actor, and Denzel goes, "Yeah, I, I don't know who that is." I, I don't know. <laughs> At the Warriors versus the Lakers game, I finally got to meet him, Mr. Washington. Thank you, thank you for everything. He's like, "Thank you, son." <laughs> And I'm like, it's Damson Idris. He finally realized that it's me from last year. And he's like, hey, my boy, hey, hey, you, hey, 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 you owe me money. You owe me money. <laughs> I, I used to love Chris Tucker. I, w- I would run into the living room. The whole family's there over Christmas. This is my favorite. I'd just yeah. run in. I'd be like, pissed off, man. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Wow. Because I'm broke. That's a joke. I'm so broke. If somebody robbed me, they'll just be practicing. <laughs> I meet Chris Tucker at a party. 
And he's like, oh, man, I'm a big fan, man. Yeah. Take my number. We should work. Take my number. And, uh, yeah, I haven't called him. I haven't had the guts to call him. I used to listen to Snoop every day to get into the character of Franklin Saint. And then, yeah, I met him. I brought him to set, and he's like, man, this off the chain, nephew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my mom, she didn't know, right? She didn't know that this wasn't real. The first time <laughs> I had an on-screen kiss, she was like, ah, damn see. How can you cheat on your girlfriend <laughs> in front of the whole family? <laughs> so then I get Franklin Saint, right? He's obviously a drug dealer. She's like, ah, ah. So now you are selling cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I've so never talented. seen him. He's so talented. He, yeah. he used to do um, like vines and like oh, YouTube wow. videos with John Boyega and a bunch of different other oh, guys oh, in the UK so when they were all like young boys just running around and Yo, stuff. Yo, you see how you see how like the UK has got this. Um... Lorenz Tate was talking about it the other day about how black oh, Brits are taking over. He was oh, on Earn Your Leisure. I, I saw the video, but I didn't click it. Mm. But like, I have it written down as a topic because I was like, real? I wanted to ask you about that. Well, I mean, I think it's... I, wow. It, I, think it, I mean, I think it's I great. Think, yeah. Um, I just, you know, I'm looking forward to our turn as well. Mm. True. Well, we're kind of getting it. Shamir, St Ste Stephanie, our, our, our foot in the door right now. Like, especially Shamir. Shamir's had so many, like, good moments. I'm yeah. like, yes, you go. Stephanie, too, man. Stephanie James, he's yeah. had some incredible Star moments. Bro with at that, uh, <laughs> Sanaa Lathan and doing yeah. movies with Hallie. Like, it's it's crazy what no, they're doing right the now. The guy in your honor, uh, the kid. Uh, yes, Jordan. Yes. Yes, yeah. Jordan Crawford. Yeah. Is that his name? No, Lamar Johnson. Lamar Johnson. Yeah, that's it, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Lamar Johnson. He's Jordan? in Last of Us. I'm not sure. There's another actor, Jordan Crawford, that I'm thinking Lamar about. Lamar Johnson is an ex ex extremely Lamar is crazy. talented. Yeah. Extremely I heard talented, that movie so. Brothers was really good. And it's yeah. like based in Scarborough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched... I, um, Oh yeah, I, I was there to for see the that. premiere. Of yeah. that was it good? It. Yeah, it yeah. Strong, strong. Mm -hmm. He's a really great actor, man. Yeah. He did amazing in Your Honor. Yo, amazing in Your Honor. Yeah. And even though we have so much talent, because if you think about like even like Karina Evans and that whole Jordan crew, Orem, mm -hmm. yeah, that whole but like that whole crew is like act like just a bunch of creatives. Even mm -hmm. Jordan Alexander, um, like honestly, the city's on fire right mm -hmm. now. Super November. Yeah. Jordan Orem just did uh, Saw with Chris Rock. Yeah. The last Saw movie. Yeah. Shout out Jordan. He did God's Plan. Corinna's wow. been doing uh, <laughs> Valley. Many she did some P so Valley many stuff. shit. Yeah, yeah. She did a Snowfall episode as well. She did, and she did mm. Boss uh, Gossip Girl. She's she's unreal. Yeah. I, like I'm a huge fan of Karina Evans. Like, yeah. she's so talented. I'm a fan of everybody. I'm a fan honestly. of. I'm a fan of everybody. I, I watch yeah. everyone. I and I, there's one thing. There's you. one thing I, I would say is that <clears throat> I, I do not have no time for the, the hate. Mm -hmm. I have no time for the, the funny business. Yeah. No time for the, bad mind thing. Mm -hmm. You know, all I want is, like my literally my goal is to be able to tell stories and help people tell their stories. I just want to see all of us shine, you know, and I and I and I want us to have. I want to I, I, all of us to be able to do that with a certain civic pride, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I think we can really update the identity of what this city is. Definitely, and and there's only there's only things to gain from it. For sure. So, um, so for any bad mind people, just keep <laughs> that energy to yourself. Figure it out amongst yourself. Take it to the altar. Take it to the bathroom. And remember, 
God don't give you more than you can handle. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tyrone Sacks. Edwards. Thank you so much. Thank you. Can I'm we, Marlon. Wait, okay. can we talk about one moment? I cut off all my motherfucking hair. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. I noticed. I love it, though. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I had a moment. It was yesterday. I cut all my hair, and I got my nose pierced twice. I can only see one size, so I didn't know. Yeah. So like but then you pierced the, two more? Yeah, so I got this one and the small one okay. yesterday okay. together. Motherhood has her wild. Yeah. You know, <laughs> trying to live life. <laughs> but yeah, nobody believed that I was going to cut it. It's all gone. <laughs> they didn't believe well, in me. I kind of want to go shorter. A little Halle Berry swordfish? I don't know. Shorter, and I want to do a color. Mm. You know? Mm. I want to have some fun. I want to have some fun. Look, with a lime it. green? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe a lilac. A lilac. <laughs> a turquoise. Something, oh, you know? <laughs> uh, you got anything you want to plug? Um, episode 105 just dropped featuring uh, Big AB. Return That's out on the audio. Mac. Please go tap in Return of the Mac podcast, R O T M P O D on Instagram. Uh, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. Um, May 17th, Comedy Bar, Cab Room, 9.30 p.m., uh, Extra Gravy Comedy Returns. Yeah, We've got four amazing comedians, including myself. And yeah. who knows, man? Maybe Norm might be back. Who knows? Y'all to pop up and see. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Yes. Another week, another classic. May I'm 17th. Marlon. I'm Alicia. I'm Duke. And that was the Extra Gravy. Skirt, skirt. bam, 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 bam. 